Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Hit him up now. 800 800 Radio. Give me the vent. The John Clay Wolf Show. Up in the room. We finally settled with uh, that venue about the Sammy Hagar issue at the Christmas party. Speaking Ooh. of Sammy Hagar. Yeah, do y'all remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very well. I told the, the radio station I wouldn't say their name on the air anymore. Okay. Because they were upset that I was talking about it on my radio program. But it wasn't my fault that they lied and stole from me <coughs> with Sammy Hagar. But we'll not say the name. It was not Sammy Hagar that did it. No. Hi, my name is John Clay Wolf. And this is my radio program? Yeah. There you go. Good morning, John. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, do I? Hey, Turley. Hey, I was just actually saying, instead of saying the name of the venue, just explain to everybody what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, a what, lot of people don't remember this. What happened is Sammy Hagar was on the show, and we get to be buds. Hey, man, I'm coming to Dallas, and and I'm like, I'm going to plan our company Christmas party around your deal at Dallas, and the place that you're playing in Dallas, I'm going to get like. Do their Christmas party package for the company. Sure. Here. And we'll, your sound check. We'll be there for your sound check. And he's cool. We're cool. Everything's great. We go to the place and pay the money and buy the catering and have it all set up. And like an hour before it starts, they change the deal. They put up a curtain yeah, between did. us and the stage. And they kicked us out of the area. An hour before, or thirty minutes before, an hour. an hour before what the contract time Which was. Which took us away from the food and that bar, right? And so all the catering like got wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pretty pissed. <laughs> and and I'd already paid like whatever. Right. I think we'd paid. I think it was the whole thing was twenty five thousand. Oh, that's and a I, lot. And I think we'd paid half. So we owed them twelve five. We owed them fourteen. No, I know we owed them fourteen. Because our bar bill was like 14. <laughs> but I, I don't know. But I just said, you know what? Since you screwed me around. And I was I was really upset with them at the time. I'm like, you can't do this. You can't do this. Like, we're already doing it. Yeah, and, it's and, done. And they're pushy. And, and the, their bouncers are like getting all kind of. They're bar people. They're used to yeah, people not liking what's going on. Right. They're bouncing up on, on. I mean, you know, it's 250 people. Our company Christmas party. Yeah. And they start acting like we're, you know, drunks that they need to throw out. They didn't act that bad, but they were, you know, posting up. Like, if you look on the other side of this curtain and you try to see Sammy Hagar's beautiful, long, blonde locks, <laughs> we will kick you out of here they and knew, throw you in the drunk tank. They knew we weren't going to like what they were having to tell us. Right. So they came up with that. My favorite moment is watching John tear down the curtains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one by one, and then them coming behind him and just putting them right back up. <laughs> so, but the food, I was like, here's the deal. Whatever. Uh, oh, they tried to blame it on Hagar. Get a hold of Hagar. No. No. No, that wasn't the case. So, I just said, well, that's fine. I'm not paying. Hey. How about that? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Right. www.imnotpaying.com. Bitch. <laughs> well, we'll sue you. Well, that sounds great. Please do. Because I have a contract here that says we start at 7 and we end at 9. And here's where we're laid. And here's the whole deal. And you changed it. No. 
So I said, here's what I'll do. I'm very angry, and I should just say I'm not paying anything, but I'm going to pay half of this. And you're going to get to eat the other half for being a bitch and a liar. <laughs> and they said, well, we don't accept that. I was Larry. like, well, then you get nothing. Uh, you get 100% of nothing. Ooh. And and I talked about it on the radio, and I said their name. They called the radio station crying. Anyway, that aside, um, I still haven't said it today. No, you have not. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm getting better with, with my years. Right. I'm That's growing right. up. I'm growing up. And a little math refresher. Gigi, what is Shut up. 100% <laughs> of zero? Thank you. Thank you for my math lesson of the day. Thank you. God, I apologize. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, that's good. So they sent a collection agent on me, pounding me. And they knew that I did the show on Saturday, so they're blowing up my cell phone on Saturdays. This collector is. Oh, oh yes, gamey as hell. I didn't I'm know like, that. listen, dude, you need to call my lawyer. Here's his name. Here's and I said, and they just wouldn't do it. They just kept coming to me, calling my wife, sending certified mail to the house. Called your wife? Yeah. I'm like, how did they get my wife's number? You know, well, something serious. You know, <clears throat> how does the wife react to this? Well, somebody called. They're serious. And I mean, mm-hmm. they said that you know you could go to jail. And what are you not telling me? Collectors are the worst. Yeah. Oh, they're the worst. Right. So I got my lawyer to, to um, I don't know, he he finally got him in a headlock. Like, listen, if you call this guy again, I'm going to sue your ass. Right. Harass me. Stop. And um, then they then they had to kick it to the real lawyer. And the real lawyer looks at the deal. Their real lawyer. Because they, they kicked it to a punk lawyer, a collection lawyer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then they had to kick it to the real lawyer to talk to our lawyer. And, and the real bill came up. You know the real lawyer fees. Sure. And like, do you realize the fees on this are going to be way more than the bill? I said I completely realize that, and I am willing to pay it. <laughs> I am. This is a matter of principle. This is principle. You had a contract. Yeah, I said I'm. I'm. I'm always quick to you know get away from bad deeds, but this one pissed me off. So I mean, how many times can you be friends with Sammy Hagar? How many times does Sammy Hagar come into town? gonna hang out with you and your office people and make everybody happy come on never that'll never ever 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 happen again and they wouldn't let it happen because they weren't making any side money on it yeah that's why that's why that's why i think that particular venue is all about that right now there's no question they've been tied up in litigation for years and other stuff too yeah so they said would you like to make another offer yes what offer would that be zero yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm drinking whiskey from a plastic shot glass, I have a problem. I'd like to offer zero. Zero. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. And then they can. No, that's not really an offer, Mister. In Wolf. the butt, Bob. <laughs> and then, then this week, they came back with the offer that I originally made, day one. And I was like, whatever, that's fine. But I really want to say the place's name. Nope. No, no, no. no. I'm calling back to the previous segment that we just came out of because, you know, we're on the East Coast, so right. it's 9 o'clock there. It's 8 o'clock in Texas. You can do the math. But you can refresh it because I know you love to talk about it. Well, we were talking about Ponzi schemes a minute ago, and, and like, the gals that, that, that bring, you know, bring you together, and the recruiters, and they do it to young people. Timeshares. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do Hey, we're having a party. We're having a party. We're having a party. Do you have Shania Twain? We're having a party. Be a good background <laughs> song. We're having a party. So, and I am going to use names here because these guys are my good friends. Is it okay to use names on good friends? I guess. Even if they're good friends, they'll be happy. Even if it hurts their feelings a little bit? No. Uh-oh. No, no, no. It's not bad. It's funny. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> I just know so you. Broker is having a party. Okay. 1999 over by the Cowboy Stadium. Okay. And we're all coming over. And it's Croker, and he's having a party. Sure. Just like Shania Twain's song, we're having a party. So it's going to be great. Starting a little early, because there's somebody he wants us to meet. Oh. <laughs> this gal, she's, imagine this, she's good looking and pretty high, high, high racked. All right. You know. And high rack? High racked. You know what a high rack is? No. Gigi, have you ever shot a shot and scored a deer? <laughs> no. Why would no, I do it's that? It's like a 224, 250. Um. High rack is a is a big boobed high rack standing tall. I should have known. High heeled, you know. Oh, it's all her own. Sitting way up yeah. high. Like she's she's probably you know if she hasn't worked, she she might have bartended or waitressed or danced at a strip club. Um, high rack. She she worked at a apartment complex, mm-hmm. selling uh, apartments to young people. Okay. You never see those gals. They're like a little too good looking. Oh, they're a little okay. cheap. Looking. Okay, like the ones who get you an MLM. I get it now. What's MLM? Multi-level marketing thing. They, they send the pretty girls out to get the guys, oh, and they oh, come oh, and yeah. like, oh yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so we go over to Kroger's house, and he's having a party. Charlie, you're having trouble with that Shania Twain, aren't you? I got Sam Cooke, but not the. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's a little difference. <laughs> Why don't you put on? What's the one from Boogie Nights? Marvin Gaye, uh, "Give It Up." I used to come out and mm-hmm. What's the name of that song? Give it up. Got, got to, to give it up. Got yeah. to give it up. All right, Turley. Let's all stop the show so Turley can find a song. Right. Turley's finding a Marvin song. Marvin Gaye. Okay. Got, got to give I it up. Can, Here we go. Yeah. Three. Hold on. Two. You ready? It's loading. It's loading. Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> it takes a minute to load. What kind of operation we running here home obviously an impromptu yes one. Are are, you, this is live this is what this is what happens on saturday live are you when re- something are you just re- all of a sudden gets sprung on you are you ready for the countdown all right what's the song we wanted to get marvin gay got, got to, to give, it, give up. it up give it up baby this is good party background music mm-hmm. nobody knew we were missing this until you said it yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean if i'm telling a story it's gotta be you gotta got set it. it up man i don't think i have that song oh I'm fixing the cuss. No, you're not. All right. Just go ahead and give the story, and I'll pop it Okay. In not on the East Coast. You're not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we are uh, at this place, and we're there, and there's a lot of different people there, not just our group. Sure. And comes in, this guy starts, he says, hey, we all want you, I want you to meet Susie, whoever. There, there's the party. Thank you, Turley. Yes. And God, Boogie Nights was a great show. Great show. Short, short aside. We get stuck there at Croker's house for an hour having to listen to this bitch's pitch. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Yes. He did not do that to you. Yes. Oh. It was like a travel vacation MLM oh. thing. Mm-hmm. And like you really knew it like about 20 minutes in when like something came up on the wall or maybe it came over the TV. Sure. Like so, uh, the presentation, oh, the slides. You. This is 1999. I beat his uh, well, he's pretty big boy. You ain't gonna beat his ass. Well, he was a linebacker at Texas Tech. Getting the yard. You're screen. not gonna beat his ass. Okay. That's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big boy. He's one of those guys that like looks like they juice all the time and oh. they never ever work out. He's just completely ripped. Okay. Anyway, but I the, like it right here. The funny part. The funny part. <laughs> about 45 minutes in, our our friend Creighton came in. He was late to the party. He's lucky. But Haggard, when when he heard the door open, he said, 
I smell coffee and donuts. Because Creighton had just joined the police academy. Oh. And Creighton got all pissed off and hey, good. They weren't fighting, but they weren't not fighting. <laughs> hey, I'm really sick of the coffee and donuts thing, dude. <laughs> I know at the beginning you thought that was funny, hey, good. And I know we've been friends for a long time, but I'm really getting tired of the coffee and donuts. <laughs> like to the point I could take these cuffs out right now and arrest you and take you into jail. Do you realize that? I mean, it was just so fun. I was like, dude, if you need to arrest anybody, do Croker. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that brought us in under false pretense. God, what a There's deal. There's a habeas corpus here somewhere. <laughs> 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. Oh, we got to do the car part. Car part's coming up next, and that's um, the car calls sponsored by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call me right now on air, 800-800-7234. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO, and give me your bank model miles, and I'll bid your car on the air, on the air right now live, and um, we'll make a deal. We'll make a dope deal, just like Pablo Escobar in the Miami S6 back in the good old days. Let's make a dope deal. Good morning, Miami. I know you're up for a dope deal. If anybody's up for a dope deal, it's Miami, right? They're not offended. Come on, Pelican. We'll be right back. Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show. Brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. Some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. The John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we bid cars on the radio real quick for uh, people like you. For GiveMeTheVin.com, our sponsor, America's Best Car Bar. Bill, you're getting a divorce? Yeah. Who cheated? I don't want to say too much because she might be listening to her friends. Who cheated? Nobody. Just just parting ways. Old age. Oh. How old? I'm 61. Oh. Are you going to go down? Are you going to get a youngin'? Oh, hell no. I ain't getting nothing. Okay. Uh, but you are getting rid of a 20 Ford Ranger STX, 20,000 miles, crew cab, two-wheel drive. No, 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 no. 23,900, say 24,000 miles. Okay. And you've got three cars you're downsizing because of divorce. All right. I'll give $27,000 yeah. if it's in good shape. It's in it's in good shape, everything. Can you do 28? Because um, they're going for 35 at, at two different dealerships. I've seen basically the same truck. You know, see they this, had hubcaps. And that, an, go an, ahead. An, 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 so, STX is an XL package with a fluff, and it, it's an XL with a boob job. Did your former wife oh, have? Okay. A, did your former wife have a boob job? Nope. Well, see, it helps. It might have been cheaper than than a divorce. Did you ever consider just getting her boob job? Nah, hell no. All right. 
I'll give 28. I really, You'd rather... You can do 28? I'll do 28. Sold 28. Fire the sold sounder, Turley. Jesus Christ. We got the new gal. What's wrong with that boy today? I don't know. Sell that bitch. Sell that bitch. Bill, will you scream sell that bitch for Turley? I mean, we. All right, Bill, I'm going to put him on hold. I'm going to put Bill on hold. I'm going to grab this one real quick. Uh, Matthew in Pennsylvania, you've got an 18 Super Impreza with 33,000 miles. Do you have any divorce, boob jobs, hatred in your heart to share with the with the congregation? No, sir, I do not. I uh, I uh, own three vehicles. I, I bought one for my son for graduation. And this one, they they were both sitting right next to each other. And I'm the kind of guy that I have to have two vehicles to make sure I go to work. There's no boob jobs or nothing involved, <laughs> no divorce or anything. I'll give I just, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give I'll give, tw- I'll give twenty three thousand um, with a clean Carfax. Go to give me the vin.com, load it up. It'll tell you the same thing. It might say if if my computer system gives you more money than I just did, take it. I would. <laughs> Steal. No, All right, I'll, do it. Let's I'll go. Pay. Let's go. Let's go. Twenty-three. That's, that's Sell that bitch again, Turley. Matthew, you sound like you're kind of a square guy and might get a little embarrassed if I put you on the spot, but I'd like for you to scream, "I sold that bitch," on the radio. Can you do that for me? You re- Are you ready? I'm ready. I done sold that bitch. Thank you, Matthew in Pennsylvania. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the bitch. How do I get? How do you get paid? Uh, Bank of America. Check. We'll be right back. Hang on. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas-Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. This is... Is the John Clay Wolf Show. John Clay Wolf Show. So, in Arkansas, there was a sniper that shot a water tower in Johnny Cash's pee-pee. Johnny, are you here? Oh, there's a... Johnny Cash, good morning. He's down from the heavens. There's a rumor I've heard I've actually been on a retreat with June Carter. Right. We're uh, disseminating the book of Thessalonians. I don't know if it's one or two. They seem quite alike. But I'm a, just a poor boy from Arkansas. Well, they uh, are you from Kingsville, Arkansas? Is that why you're up on the water tower in Kingsville? Gosh, I think so, John. Okay. <laughs> I had a rough childhood. Right. I try to forget those times. Hi, Kingsville. It should have been you, Johnny. It should have been you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure, I, I could have been a contender. No. You should have taken care of me. It should have been you that fell on that saw, not your brother. He was the good one. You know, I've always thought so myself. Did you, did, J.D., did you see the, the movie? Yes. You know, the brother dies in the first scene, <laughs> yeah. and the dad grows up screaming at him, at Johnny, saying he's no good. It should have been you. It should have been you that died. And he, yeah. Anyway, a 33-year-old man in Kingsville, Arkansas, was charged 
Two what? felonies. <clears throat> How is this a felony? For allegedly shooting a hole because messing with the city's water supply is like terroristic threat. Okay. That so the, there's a picture, there's a painting of Johnny Cash on the you need to put it on the John Clay Wolf show Facebook. I'll put, put it up. Yeah, so people can see it. On the on the side of the water tower in the small town of Kingsville, and a guy shot him with a rifle right in the pee hole. <laughs> and it worked perfectly. Good shot. Where it just put a perfect hole right in the pee hole. And in a water tower, what happens? So looking at it from down on the ground, it looks like Johnny Cash is peeing. And he's peeing like at a really pretty pronunciated stream. <laughs> it's a heavy stream. But it's a, it's the correct stream for the size of the mural of Johnny Cash. Yeah, but it's way too strong for a man of his age. Yeah, way far. <laughs> way far. Right. This is the ultimate pissing contest. But have you ever peed off the top of a building that tall? It's not way far because it can get some travel. Yeah. Yeah. But wait, listen to you, listen to you, and you're proud of that. It can get some travel. <laughs> it's a guy thing. I mean, it is definitely. But if you ever do this and you're peeing on the off of a ledge of a building at a very high elevation, please have someone holding the back of your shirt. What? Because like Hank Williams Jr., you could fall down the mountain. Yeah. And break your glasses. Yeah, but didn't see to lean, Gigi, and then oh, okay, way, I was trying to figure it out. The wind like, doesn't become a factor, and you don't end up wet, so you oh, lean. Right, and oh. it is a crime, and it is a bad thing to do. But my God, what a great prank! Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh no! It's going to cost about five thousand to fix. Is that what I read? Yeah, something. So they like. got to patch the water hole. I mean, the hole in the deal. They're lo- they're losing two hundred dollars a day of water. Thirty thousand gallons like, a day. It's not like it's just pouring oh. out. It's just it'd be like a perfect water hose. Anyway, see see the video. It's good stuff. Uh, it's the best prank of all time. It might be worth getting in a little trouble over. One of the best things about it is that the local news coverage. They, you never see this on national anymore. But the way that they word things on local news stories like this is is awesome. Y'all want to hear the audio? It's got sure, five. Sure. Recently, a humorous vandal with a wicked sense of humor decided to make Johnny a little bit more PG-13 and... Nope, that's not rain. Pretty heavy stream. Shot a water tower, shot the silhouette of Johnny Cash in a very sensitive area. It was a long shot. Standing proud, holding a guitar, <laughs> and emptying this 50,000-gallon water tank all over Kingsland. It's been leaking for the last almost week. But although the stream prompts a giggle, the leak is aiming to rain on the town's parade. This water tower is losing close to 30,000 gallons every single day. Whoever shot it out has should have to pay for it. So as Johnny flows on, those here in Kingsland are hoping to put an end to the hurt. Oh. You know, it, it reminds me of a bad deed that I did this week. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that I would be fine standing for because I hate this person so much. Not that the guy that shot Johnny Cash hate, but like, do you ever have anybody you just really hate? And you're not embarrassed to hate them because sure. of what they did? Well, there's a person that when I drive by their house, I throw my empties out at them. <laughs> I mean, is that all you got? No, 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 that's not all I got. But this week, I'm driving by and it's time to throw your empties out at them. Got me a good Miller Lite long neck, you know, into the into the into the yard. And uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, by, I'm not throwing them against the house. I'm not breaking windows. Sure, I just like them to come outside and see beer cans or whatever or an empty can of skull or something to let them know that i'm thinking about them do you want to tell us what this person did no no 
But what I did do this time is it was, uh, I did it, and I kept driving, and all of a sudden, my radio quit. And I was like, what the hell? So I start jacking my radio. Where's my phone? And I start going for my phone, to you know, because I was streaming something off of Apple. <laughs> I get it. And damned if I didn't grab my phone and wing it out the window. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Karma. That'll show. So I had to... I had to go back and get my phone out of the yard. <laughs> gotcha. But thank God it stopped. I mean, if I wasn't streaming right then, I wouldn't have known. Never known. Huh. Oh, and, and then I would have had to go back in the daylight and do it, and then it would have been worse. What kind of range did you get out of that? You know, off the phone or the, or the How throw? How far away were you? The throw? Uh, you know, I was just dri- I, I was driving pretty. It was. Here's why I grabbed the wrong instrument. It's because I'd forgotten about how much I hate them until I was almost past their house. So I had to roll my window down quickly while I was at a brisk, you know, movement and grab the object and fling it. It was, it was like a third base, your, you know, shortstop falling down and throwing yeah. on the fly. Shovel pass, fling Mahomes. Right. And, and it was, I just missed, I just missed the ball. Will you take us out, Bob? We'll be right back with more good humor and pranksterism with the John Clay Wolf Show after this. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Well, there's a light in your eyes. Bobo, you say today's Backtracks game show quiz is a par seven? Yeah, and I apologize, man. I went really deep. There's a Johnny Depp pulled up to court a few weeks ago with a Hendrix song playing in his car, and I thought, oh wow, that's right. one of my favorite like psychedelic cuts, and it was a, a notable deal off his first album. I'm going to give y'all a heads up. If you're a Hendrix freak, um, curator of the Hendrix experience, call right now so you can be in line because you will already know it because you're so smart. If you're that smart. As a Jimi Hendrix historian, you will be able to win this. What we're going to give away. Maybe. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Yes, we're live. Yes, it's Saturday. And yes, we're going to play this back cuts of Jimi Hendrix. Two songs played backwards. And you get to guess what they are. I'm doing it early in the segment so we can catch you guys at the end of the segment by the time y'all figure this out. Cut one. Okay, I see what the what the answer is, and I know that song very well. And I just heard this back cut, and I'm confused. Right. I mean, it's there. I hear it in it. Yeah, I hear it, but it's tough. All those. This is the par seven. One more time, Charlie. these are two of my favorite hendrix songs i actually was listening to these two songs on the porch last night really both both off his axis album next one cut two now that last 
clip is what the giveaway is. Do it again. These are hard. These are hard. If I did not have the answers in front of me, I would be guessing wildly all over the place. Scattershot. Yeah. Okay, let's do it one more time. Backtracks Hendrix. Guess these two songs. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234. Win a Sell That Bitch t-shirt. Win some photos, signed photos of us here in the studio. Some slicks. Some stickers. uh, KLS stickers. And... Music from Born Late Records. That's right. Let's do it one more time. Cut one. John in Tennessee, what's your guess? John in Tennessee, what's your guess? Oh, hey, how are you doing, sir? Good. What were you calling about? Um, I was calling about that tower story. Under the Watchtower is not one of the songs. You're right. Sorry. I, I think it's funny as hell. Uh, thank you. Under the Watchtower is not one of the songs. That's a joke. He's calling it the Water Tower, Johnny Cash. I get it. And I was trying to be funny with Under the Watchtower. I thought it was funny, man. Okay, thank you. He didn't. He didn't even get it. All right. Uh, pl- play, play them both backwards again. That's two. That's obvious, that one, I think, man. Man, we got people from all over the U.S. calling. That's pretty cool. Chicago, Alabama. Hello, Chicago. Lots of Florida, lots of Virginia. Texas, Oklahoma, Pompano Beach. Where's Pompano Beach? I don't know. Is that is that where the I Dream of Genie was? Probably. No. Pompano Beach, Florida. Good morning. You're there. Yo. Oh, hey, what you got? What's your guess? Hey, is this me on the line here? Yeah, this is John Wolf. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, John? Yeah, Pompano Beach is just north of Lauderdale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. I can't think I I know the first song. I didn't catch it. Can you play it one more time, bro? The first one or the second one? The first one is, uh, uh, I don't know the name of the song, but uh, uh, the sun refuses to shine. Sing it for us. I don't I don't if the sun refuses to shine, I don't mind. There you I go. Listen to him. He hadn't even been home yet. Got to have a proper title. <laughs> Got to have a proper title part. <laughs> oh, boy, I hadn't been home yet. Yeah, it's, it's 9 o'clock. I just, I just got into my truck. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for the uh, karaoke anyway. All right, guys. I'm listening to you down here in Lauderdale. We're rocking. Right. Yeah. Rocking with you. <laughs> he started grooving out, man. It's the sun. Refused to shine. I don't mind. Let it be. Hang on. Chicago. Eric, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. I think the first one is, um, oh, man. Sing it. It's not Castles Made of Sand. Sing no. it. If the sun refused <laughs> to shine, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, if the mountains come to the sea, let it be. Let it be. Uh, I don't know if that's right or not. If those hippies cut off all their hair. I'm not sure if you guys are singing the right song. I know it. <laughs> I, think, I think this may be a great big MacGuffin. 
Randy in Florida. Good morning on there. Hey, good morning. Electric Lady Man and Zooty Child. Negative. Nope. But, but can, oh, man. can you sing it? <laughs> I'm having more fun listening to guys <laughs> trying to sing it. <laughs> no? I got the tune. All right. <laughs> okay. John, good morning in Texas. Oh, you already got my guess. I said if, if six was nine, and are you experienced? Nobody oh, has said. Right on number one. No one has said if six was nine. Yeah, so you're right on number one. 50%. But the song we were singing not, was not if six was nine. Yeah. So it was. I'm, so I'm glad we got that cleared up. What was the song we were singing? Castles and Sand. That's right. In the castle. Okay. If the sun. How does six foot nine go? I forgot. How, play it forward, Turley. I'm getting confused. Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> Anthony, good morning. You're on there. We're, we're guessing these two Jimi Hendrix songs played backwards. We've already got If Six Was Nine, and now we're on the other one. You don't play the other one backwards, Mike? Anthony, go ahead. Is that not Purple Haze? It is not Purple Haze. Scott, good morning. You're on the air. Well, uh, I have the six was nine. Good morning. You're on the air. You don't remember in the butt, Bob, is the newlywed game? Where's the best place y'all like to, your husband loves to make whoopee? <laughs> and her answer is, in the butt, Bob. And the husband's like, you weren't supposed to say that. But at least when you say it, you, you can't just yell it out loud. Without any context, okay? Well, I mean, it's for people that know. How much dump have we got left? It's, not much. It's for people that know. If they don't know, it's not my job to educate them. In. Tonight, Chicago. On Chicago, you're on the air. You gonna talk? Hello. It's you. It's you. If Chicago would answer the damn oh, phone, there you go. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. What's your guess? My guess is uh, six was nine and crosstown traffic. Ah, sing crosstown traffic for me. Let me see if you're right. Oh man, no, not right now. <laughs> I, I got a morning voice. <laughs> How does that sound like crosstown traffic? But I mean, no, nobody's listening. It's just you and me. Just do it for me, and I, I mean, I'm going to give you free stuff. Go ahead. Crosstown traffic. It's so hard to get through to you. No. I, <laughs> You're so wrong for that. Wow. <laughs> what a jerk. No. <laughs> All right. I'm having fun with this. Make him sing. Ryan, what what uh we've got six was nine. Sing your other one. Alright, sing it. No. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Terrible. No, I already, I already took Scott. Uh, Ryan, we just took in Connecticut. 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 How the hell are you hearing us in Connecticut? We're not on in Connecticut. It's you. It's you. It's you. Go ahead. Uh, they don't. When I don't say their name, I'm, I'm just grabbing them on screen. Pittsburgh. Good morning. You're on the air. Pittsburgh. You there? Hello. Yep. Hello. Hello. Hi. Just sing me the songs. Sing me the songs. I don't want to hear them. 
You don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear the labels. I want to hear the singing, especially from Pittsburgh. WDVE, Classic Rocks. I love them. Morning show's the best. But uh, here's my guesses. If six were nine and Voodoo Child. How does Voodoo Child go again? Because I'm a... Cause I'm Lord, a, I'm a voodoo child. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she left you. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you can't sing. 800-800-7234. Oh. 800-800. Right? Nobody's got it. All right. Uh, nobody's got it. This is going to go on... Huh. This can't go on to the next Maybe segment. we should play the Stevie Ray Vaughan version of the second one. Ooh, I love him. Okay, go ahead. Let's see. You just threw him a curveball. That's not nice, Bobo. That's a bad deed. Why? How is Charlie okay. supposed to play the Stevie no, Ray? No, no, no. We can't play it. I'm just saying that's a hint no. for oh, the that's, audience. That's a ridiculous hint. Jackass. Jackass. You're the jackass. Don't look at me like that. Aww. Sell that bitch will also bitch slap. <laughs> we should make a t-shirt out of that. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's grab a let's grab let's grab this no this guy's wrong. I, I'm 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 taking this too far. I need to get a winner. I'm having fun listening to these people sing though. Um, I got 58 seconds. All right, so I'm gonna grab this randomly. New Orleans, Louisiana, because New Orleans people know their music. New Orleans, Louisiana, please get this right. Are you there? Yes, you. I just took you. New Orleans, you just called in. You're there. Yeah. Go ahead. What 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 are the answers? Six foot nine and and I shot her down. <laughs> six foot nine. Six. That bitch was six that's foot nine. Right that's there. a big girl there. Mm, you need mm. to shoot her down. Damn. All right. Nobody wins. We're gonna do it later. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I'll, let me look through here. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. James, you got it. What is the second song? This one. Play it, Shirley. I will say Red House. No, no, the second song. I'm a fan. No, I was, I'm sorry. I'm confused now. We're Everybody's so wrong, they've got me forgetting what the actual answer is. No, James. What's wrong with you? You're third rock. No, it's not third, third rock. rock from the sun. Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> Little Wing. I win. Yeah, I win. You win. I win. <laughs> sing it for We're it. going out with this. <laughs> On the air every Saturday morning from New York to Los Angeles, Chicago to Houston, and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Thanks for making us number one. The John Clay Wolf Show, America's number one Saturday morning show. Damn, it feels good to say that. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. Oh, it took 16 years to say that and all the rest of the Saturday morning people dying of old age. So here true. we are. We won by default. We're not true at all. <laughs> true at all. Hi, Gigi. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Did you watch Johnny Depp's hot um, expert witness this week? 
with the glasses? No, I didn't see any hot expert witnesses, but I have been following it pretty closely, and it looks like things are going well for him. You didn't so. see the good-looking expert witness that had her hair up? She's a psychologist, and she took her glasses off. I mean, it, she, like, melted the internet because she's so good-looking, and she was tearing Amber Heard apart. No, oh, I didn't good. see that. Do you remember her name, J.D.? I don't have it written. I don't. Yeah. She's, um, you know, high heels. It's just like what... um. David Lee Roth was singing about in the beginning of Panama. Is it Panama? I want long stockings with the line going up the back of her leg. High heels. You don't remember that song? Long legs. Jesus Christ, you guys are getting old. All I remember was, wow! uh, We're going to find that. Now now I'm going to make... Now I'm going to teach you something. Anyway, we'll get to Johnny Depp stuff later. I want to hear about Nick Saban, Turley. You're our sports authority. Yes. You Good. haven't heard about it this week? It's been a fun-filled week for me. I've seen Saban. headlines. I've been so busy, I've not clicked on headlines, so I don't know what's going on. So, uh... Jimbo Fisher or something. Yeah, there's a feud now. His old coach. Okay. And now uh, Nick Saban. So, Nick Saban was at a uh, conference talking about the NIL, which you're familiar with, right? The NIL, where the uh, college scholarships basically given to these uh, incoming correct uh, players and it's just let's just call it pay to play yeah that's what it is yeah. it's pay to play and so he's just talking about how it's going to affect his recruiting and then he calls out a certain team i mean we were second in recruiting last year AM was first AM bought every player on their team <laughs> made a deal for the name image and likeness all right we didn't buy one player all right but i don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it yeah, he just called out A&M like that. One more time. I want to hear that loud and clear. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player <laughs> on their team. Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Well, so, like, I know a guy in my business. You know, we're in the wholesale car business, and we go around and buy these cars from the dealerships, the trade-ins, and all that. And the whole thing was to pay off the used car manager pay to play so the big guys that i was competing against were heavy payola guys there was two of them particularly and it did change over time i would not pay the used car managers i didn't pay the duke money maybe just a little bit here and there i mean i'm I'm not gonna go super clean but but nothing like a program these guys had a program set up like where he sold cheap cars to mexico junk for cash to create the cash to go make the runs to lay down, you know, $5,000 in cash to each used car manager weekly around the area to get all the trade-ins. They had a, like a drug system, like a drug distribution system. Yeah. And this is what, when I hear Nick, when I hear Nick say, and that guy today is almost all the way out of the business, both of them. They're, they're dinosaurs. Their game doesn't work anymore. Doesn't happen. Because our thing, give me the VIN, um, helped knock them out. And what Nick's saying is, the same thing in a sense is not going to work long term. We one more time that. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A and M was first. A and M bought every player on their team. Paid off. Deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if Maybe we're going to be able to sustain that in the future <laughs> because more and more people are doing it. So yeah, he he went on to point out that Dion did it to a player too, and so he was just going scorch earth. Well, Jimbo Fisher didn't take too kindly to it. And he had a press conference and just laid in to Nick. Here's All the right. cut right here. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. 
go dig into how God did his, his deal, you may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. Ooh. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past mm. or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. Well, tell it's us. despicable. Tell me. Man. Tell me. Reverend, Reverend Charles, are you there? Reverend Charles. Just Reverend Charles. <laughs> Reverend, do you know how Nick Saban did it? You know, John. Do you have the music, Turley? There's a stereo about Moses' little boy. Yeah. Joshua, when he grew up, Joshua, they call him Josh. Okay. And he went and invaded Jericho. Mm-hmm. And some of those chosen ones, one of those people stole a rug from one of those houses. They said, don't take nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't take nothing. Mm-hmm. Man stole a rug, probably mm-hmm. a very nice rug. Mm-hmm. Jericho. <laughs> they know they know they rug. Yeah. And couldn't show it to nobody and realize after you got it home, I got to hide the rug. Okay. Nick Saban been hiding that rug that he stole from Jericho yeah. for something like 32 years. What what he don't know what he's doing is he's getting a new conference rival in those Aggies. <laughs> Why doesn't Jimbo Fisher go ahead and tell everybody what he's teasing about? I think he did. No, he didn't. You got to read between the lines. All right. Thank you, Reverend. You got to read between the lines. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. All right. It's like the book of 2 Thessalonians. You can miss that if you ain't careful. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's just trying to have somebody dig up some dirt. He doesn't want to say it. Right. But he wants somebody else to do it. But Saban's doing is he's wanting his boosters to step up. That's what he's using both of these guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, calling out A&M and Dion and all every, you know, the whole NIL because he doesn't have enough money. The deal's going to get sloppy, dude. Yeah. It's oh, going to get know. sloppy. It's going to get drugs, sex, rock and roll, whores, cocaine. They're going to go. Un- the, the, the NCAA must put rules up. They oh, yeah. must get this governed because it's going to get sloppy. Yeah, he's, he's literally saying, I need more money, boosters. Come on. If you want to be <laughs> the top, let's go. 100%. I mean, I, I you know, heads off, hats off to Alabama, but it's time for them to step down for a little bit and let someone else play. Uh, you might have some comp- uh, competition now with the NL. So yeah, eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. My son Nolan, the quarterback. Remember I was saying about that quarterback coach, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback coach. It's a friend of mine, and he worked with my kid last week. That uh, throwitdeep.com. That seven on seven game we went to. Somebody saw him, and they called me last night. No joke, Turley. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a sixth grade kid, right? We got we got blazed at the at the big tournament because we were unorganized, uh, white bread private school boys that had only had two practices, and we were going against these organized teams. But they saw Nolan throw. Anyway, coach called me last night from one of the best teams and said, "My quarterback's down. Can I use your son?" Wow. Cool. Wow. So he's playing today for them. That's super. Very impressive. cool. Yeah. He's like, I, I need to pick him up at noon and teach him the plays. He's going to be playing at four today. I was like, all right. Is he jazzed? He's like, couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty excited. But that that coaching that uh, Jeff Christensen did, throwitdeep.com, mm-hmm. big difference. If you ever want to, um, if you have a kiddo that's a quarterback, go to throwitdeep.com and look at their camps that they're going to do around the country. It's out of Chicago. He's in Chicago. They do it every weekend in Chicago. He's got 15 quarterback coaches. You said it made a difference in an hour. Oh, in your son's third, game. one third, <laughs> one third difference in Better. one hour. Better, yeah. yeah. But he's he bought a place in Phoenix. 
and they're going to do them all over the country. Ada, he's Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield's quarterback coach. So and strange. Mayfield may be getting ready to get picked up, he said. He couldn't give me details. But um, it is firming up. Because in Cleveland, they're just paying him to sit at house. Mm-hmm. They don't want him at camp. They don't want him in practice. But Deshaun Watson, so for, for those of y'all who, who aren't football heads, Deshaun Watson from the Texans. With all the stuff. All right. No, I don't believe did you, you say, that. say that. John did you have to dump yeah. me? Yeah. You know, if I was on CNN and I said that, it would have been fine. No. No. Okay. I don't think it would have been so, fine so, there. So, so the allegations are that Deshaun Watson would have these masseuses do crazy, uh, dirty things to him. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are underage. And so there's no guarantee that Deshaun Watson, he got traded to the Browns. Is even going to get to play? He's got so much legal problems. But they sent Baker Mayfield to the house. They're paying him $18.5 million. Ah. They're paying him $18.5 million to be on the bench. And they're trying to trade him off, and nobody wants to pay the $18.5 million. So they're offering him like $5 million to buy the contract out. We'll take your boy for $5 million and give you draft number, pick number two. And nobody's hit on it yet. So either Baker's fixing to get traded here pretty soon, or it'll probably be week two or three whenever somebody breaks their leg in the NFL. Dak blows his leg out, or... Whomever blows their, you know, they, they need a real quarterback. Baker's good. He's just got an attitude problem. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. In Austin, Texas, he's sitting there in Austin right now. Actually, that's where he's hanging out, practicing with this Jeff dude I was telling you about. Throwitdeep.com. Um, we're going to do a car segment coming up, so load the phones right now. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234. I need year. I need make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean. Give me year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean. Just like in Pawn Stars, where they throw the guitar on the counter um, and say, I'll give you 2000 for it. In this case, I'll give you a lot of for it. Do you have any, um, Mike, do you have any clips of expensive cars we sold last week? Yeah, we've got a McLaren. Let's go out with one. Here's the kind of cars we'd love to buy, and we're the best buyers in America on heavies, highlines, and exotics. We buy $2,000, $20,000, $40,000 merch all day long at GiveMeTheVin.com. We'll, we'll buy 70,000, buy and sell 70,000 cars this year. That's $2 billion worth of transactions. But people with these kind of cars don't think that they can sell them online. And let me tell you a little secret. All the dealers around the country call me and my guys to sell these cars to us directly because they know we're the best buyer on it. Here's a clip, and we'll be right back. 2020 McLaren, the Nashville guys, one of 350 bill Claire, get on, get it clicking. And we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So we 
listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. So this is the call thing where people call in and want me to know what the cars are worth? Okay. I hope I know how to do this right. It's been a little while. I've only been doing it 28 years. Chris, in North Carolina. Hey. How we doing, guys? Good. What do you got? Uh, not on the car thing, but this, this, this Nick Saban thing reminds me of a little, little uh, unknown movie called The Water Boy. <laughs> uh, with the coaches. When, when the one coach gets exposed for being a fraud. Oh, that's a very good point. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thomas, Florida. Yes. What you got? Uh, I got a Mazda 3 2022 pre- uh, premium package. Trying to sell it. I'm moving up to Maine. I drop off her up there. Me and my family, we're in Florida, so trying to make it easier on herself to get up that way. Is it a hatchback or a sedan? It's a four-door sedan. What are you going to drive up there? So if you sell this to us in Florida, are you going to drive the U-Haul up or are you going to fly to Maine? No, we're going to drive. We got two vehicles, so we're trying. I'm trying to make it easier on myself to, you know, we can load the one on the uh, car carrier and get up that way instead of having my wife drive one and me tow one. Does twenty-five grand work? Uh, did I do twenty-seven? That'd be uh, good. Uh, what was window sticker? I'm sorry? What was the window sticker? How much was the window sticker? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm straining. Can I get any paper? I think it's uh, uh, ah. 32, I think. I think you're lying. I think you're lying. I don't remember. I know I you do. But you're lying to me. Stop. Stop lying. <laughs> I think it was 27. Okay, do this. I, I don't. Go to give me the VIN and load it up. Say, John, hit me at 25. Okay. I want 27. And let's uh, figure it out. Let me see the... I can, I can do a, a reverse pull-up of the window sticker at my company, give me the VIN, immediately. We'll know what it okay. is, and then we can go from there. But um, somewhere between 25 and 27, I think we can get something done. And I can get you a check right okay. there in your hands. Where do you live in Florida? Brooksville, just north of Tampa. Okay, we've got an office in Tampa with a check printer. Uh, do you have a payoff? Uh, no, I don't. I kind of. You have a title? Nothing, uh, about a little over twenty-five. Do you have a title? Yeah. Uh, no, just um, no. There's a Mazda dealer has the title on it. <sighs> so you don't have a payoff, but you don't have a title. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Thomas in Florida, everybody. Yay! Wow. He's a strainer. We'll be right back. John Clay Wolf. If you want to hear us strain, go to gimmethevin.com. And if we don't beat your CarMax offer, we won't even strain when we write you a check for $100 for wasting your time. Because we're not going to waste your time. You go to gimmethevin.com. You're either going to get more money from us or you're going to get $100 against the CarMax offer if we don't beat it. Nine times out of ten, we beat it. Hell, 9.9 times out of ten, we beat it. Be right back. The most popular Saturday morning show. You're listening to the John Clay Podcast. 
listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-800 radio. The podcast at jcwshow.com. John Clay Wolf. John Clay Hey, Mike, what did that 2020 Land Cruiser bring at the auction last week? I see it on this list here. You have audio of it. I don't remember. You want to listen to it? We can figure it out. Sure. This is us selling cars at the auction last week. And this car lists for $90,000 MSRP. That I know because I bought one. Toyota Land Cruiser. This is the car that the rich guy tells his assistant to go find one and just buy it. Don't even tell them what it cost because they can't have it. And that drives the rich people crazy. No, oh, my. We sold it about three months ago. I ran into him in a restaurant. No, my. Is this the merchandise you want? Jump on. Richard, you're out. They were all lots. They better get the clicking. Here we go. One. Eighty-six, but that car had like twenty thousand miles on. Yeah, so these these Land Cruisers, they, Toyota stopped making them. They took them away. They're done. I, there was a um, twenty twenty-one was the last year, and that was the twenty twenty. And I paid eighty-six thousand for mine brand new twenty-one, so I got a little discount off a sticker. Yeah. But they're, they're they're still bringing a lot. If anybody has a Land Cruiser they want to sell, go to GiveMeTheVin.com. So catch me up on Johnny Depp. What is the latest? I can't wait for the movie when they take all of this hours of soap opera and condense it into highlights with a narrator. Yeah. This will be fun. Oh, well, and you know they're going to. Well, they need to because there's too much to. I'm not an unemployed housewife or, or a kept woman <laughs> where I can just sit at home and watch the soap opera every day. Of course. I'm trying to be a kept woman. Have you watched it, G, at all? I've been, I've been watching. I've been keeping up with it. And I like it when she cross-examines, when his attorney cross-examines her, because she gets hung up in her lies, but it doesn't seem to, excuse me, it doesn't seem to phase her. It's like you're digging a big hole for yourself. Do you not know this? And she's like, no, uh-uh. <laughs> who's winning? If, it, if, if it's a boxing match, who's winning? I think he's winning. But it's I think close? he's winning. I think um, they had... They had Ellen Barkin on the other day, and she tried to say a whole bunch of things that were, well, she did say negative things, but look how long ago their relationship was. You know what I mean? So even when Amber Heard's team tries to to put someone out there that's going to work against him, it works in his favor. What did Ellen Barkin say about Johnny Depp? Did she say he has she said penis? he was. Con- <sighs> It'd be funny to find out, like, she slips and finds out he's screwing him, too. I think everybody's she, screwing him. Um, she said he was he was angry, he was controlling and and he did a bunch of drugs. So but I mean that's common knowledge. I think he, he I think he's almost uh, proud of it. Well he's not he's owning it and that's a good thing. You know what I mean? He learned from it, he wouldn't do it again, so he will do it again. His former agent testified this week that Johnny Depp sabotaged his own career by his drug use and erratic behavior. This would be cut number one, Mike, and Amber Heard's allegations of abuse had nothing to do with it. As of the time that you were terminated by Mr. Depp in October 2016, did you still believe that Mr. Depp was the greatest movie star in the world? No, because his star had dimmed and the question was out there about his behavior. Would that behavior include alcohol and drug use? 
Yes. Initially, crews loved him because he was always so great with the crew. But crews don't love sitting around for hours and hours and hours waiting for the star of the movie to show up. And it also got around town. I mean, people talk. It's a small community. Who is this talking? And former agent. Reluctant to use him. So is that is that supporting Amber Heard's case? I don't think it supports Amber Heard's case because it was a long time ago. He hasn't hit his drug use. He talked about how they detoxed him from opiates. And so he's very open about that. So I don't think so. I think that works in his favor. It shows him as someone who's human, who had a problem, who is uh, who addressed that problem. So I, I watched this. You know, I'm not watching this. I mean, first of all, I don't have the time. Right. But second of all, it's so reminding me. Because I did think about filing a slander lawsuit against my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. I never got like to the lawyer and like started writing it up. But I was afraid. She went on. She did some bad deals. Mm-hmm. We've, everybody's done bad stuff. But when I got hurt and I was in the hospital, she left me in the. You know, they they when they said your husband will never walk again, she left. Yep. Me in the hospital. And so that is a damning moment. Mm-hmm. So in order for her to cover that terrible deed. She lied publicly about me so that it would make that deed not look so bad. Of course. And that mm-hmm. went on and on and on. And I mean, to the extent that she's, she's told people that I married our nanny. Like my wife today was our nanny living in our house. Mm-hmm. And I hooked up with the nanny mm-hmm. and ran off and left her. Got you. Like just ridiculous. My wife from Denmark. Ridiculous, ridiculous lies. Mm-hmm. And in business, that I'm this, and and that was where it really started getting weird. I'm like, I need to sue this gal and slow her down. To stop but, it. But that's exactly yeah. what th- a much higher profile version is. Mm-hmm. What this Amber Heard and Johnny Depp stuff is, because mm-hmm. he is suing her for hurting him financially. My wife's lies did hurt me financially, because. When people lie about other people's business or personal lives and the way they operate, nobody's going to go tell you. No, they're just not going to do business with you. That's John. That's that guy who. Yeah, like bankers. Yeah, and and so so it it causes it does cause it, 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 but it's hard to prove. And it'll be interesting to see did Amber Heard's statements in that op-ed. It was a New York Times. That's the big question. Yeah, whether her. So 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 what this trial is about with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Did Amber Heard's opinion that she wrote in the New York Times cost Johnny Depp to lose the Pirates of the Caribbean deal? And if so, and it's not true, keyword, not true. If she lied, then does she owe him treble, treble damages for the money he lost? Answer, yes. Yeah. Yes. So... He's probably going. I mean, has anybody watched it through that lens? How's it? What's the score look like through that lens so far? People are saying that basically he's coming off looking nice because he's charming and he's got that Johnny Depp thing going. But have we gotten to the meat of does she owe him money? Not really yet. No. Or to the meat of did did the slander cost him that? We're still talking about the dog business tell me about the dog poop in the bed amber heard uh, continued testimony this week this weekend number 25 mike and for the record she says no 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 it was the dog boo who uh did the business on johnny's side of the bed what if any issues did boo have with uh 
bathroom problems, if you will. She had eaten Johnny's weed when she was a puppy and had bowel control issues for her entire life. Did you commit any kind of prank? Absolutely not. First of all, I don't think that's funny. I don't know what a grown woman does. I was not also in a pranking mood. I had my life was falling apart. I was um, at a crossroads in my life that was really serious and I had just been attacked on my 30th birthday by my violent husband with whom I was desperately in love and knew I needed to leave. That is a great line to read. I mean, you know, we're ready for well, the shoot. Well, coached every word of it. Oh, yeah, with the dog in his weed. That's oh, the reason the dog. With whom I was in love. With whom? My violent husband. Oh. <laughs> Alcoholic violent. That was the best table read I've heard in a while. Isn't that great? It's yeah. also categorically false. Here she is. Oh, being... hey. What? Is that Johnny Depp? Oh, my God. Yeah, she's lying. Oh. <laughs> she's lying. <laughs> Good morning, Johnny Depp. Hey. What, what, what is, hey, do, can you hang around for a minute? Because I've yeah. got to go to break. And I want to ask you some questions, Johnny, about this trial. I didn't know you were coming in this morning. I'm excited to see you. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'm really happy to help. All right. It's nice good. to see you. Nice to see you. My name is John Clay Wolf. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. You can go to johnclaywolf.com to stream it live off of an app. jcwshow.com, same thing. Uh, podcast goes up this afternoon. We do four hours every Saturday morning live. Some of you guys catch 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. You can grab the whole show, stripped out the music, stripped out the commercials at jcwshow.com, free of charge. Be back uno momento, por favor. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Don't forget, one squirt of this, voila, no more COVID. Up 800-800-RADIO and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com America's largest weekend morning show The John Clay Wolf Show Presented by gimmethevin.com I can't believe this that we have Johnny Depp in the studio with us this morning Johnny, I'm a, I'm a big fan I'm a big fan well, Thank you very much, that's, uh, that's great and the movie Blow is my favorite uh, movie of all time. It reminds me a lot of my career. Not that I was drug dealing, but I was slinging cars between state lines and traveling. Like when, when y'all were flying to Mexico to get your weed, I was flying to state to state to get my metal. And it was very similar, the, the crazy people that I interacted with and how it worked. This so is my, you like the film? I do. This is my, Mike, can you keep my computer? This is my favorite piece of uh, that movie from your talk in all honesty i don't feel that what i've done is a crime and i think it's illogical and irresponsible for you to sentence me to prison because when you think about it what did i really do i crossed an imaginary line with a bunch of plans i mean you say i'm an outlaw you say i'm a thief but where's the christmas dinner for the people on relief huh you say you're looking for someone who's never weak but always strong to gather flowers constantly whether you were right or wrong someone to what we need in every door but it ain't me babe huh no, 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 it ain't me, babe. It ain't me you're looking for, babe. You follow? Damn right. And she chunked him in the can after that. I don't know what that bass line was. No, that's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. It's probably the worst audio sample of all time. It wasn't me, babe. I should have just had you do it, Johnny. Sure. Lyrics. You're a little short. You don't say a lot, do you? I do it all the time. 
I would like. But you like the you like the movie. I like the movie. <laughs> I, I I never watched Pirates. That's very gracious of I, you. Thank you very much. I liked you in Twenty One Jump Street. Oh yeah, that was where you started. Geez, what a great time! I really miss Winona when I watch that show. I have questions about you from watching uh, clips of these trials. Fire away. Um, have you ever had a girlfriend poop in your bed before? Of course, and recently. All right. Wife, girlfriend. Do you like it? No, there's no such thing as poopy whoopy. So James Franco, <laughs> Amber Heard. Did you catch that? Cut 26, Michael. Play this. You changed the locks to the penthouses on May 22nd, 2016. I attempted to. That's why you felt comfortable having James Franco over the evening of May 22nd, 2016, Miss Heard? I do not know when James came over. Okay, let's remind you. That's you and Mr. Franco on May 22nd, 2016, right, Miss Heard? That's correct. And you're taking him up to the penthouses, aren't you? That's where I lived, yes. You knew Mr. Depp was out of town the week of May 21, 2016, didn't you? I don't know what I knew of his schedule at the time. Oh. You knew Mr. Depp was out of town on May 27th when you went to get the domestic violence restraining order. Isn't that right? I don't know if I knew that at the time. You knew, you knew Mr. Depp was heading out on a European tour that week. Isn't that right? I'm not quite sure what I understood of his schedule at that time. Yeah, she knew. Mm-hmm. Well, she I, th- knew. I thought, J.D., you said that it admits that she's, they're players. Well, yeah. she's. There's pictures of her, of, of uh, what's his name? Did uh, she admit James it in court? Franco. That There's she, a video. Franco, yeah, going to her house. Well, but does I'm, she admit mm-hmm. it? Like, yeah, we have she a never fair. admits anything. Oh, I, I, Can I just say mission accomplished there? I told uh, James to meet her at the polo lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel. <laughs> right. Mission accomplished. Congratulations, James. Uh, she had the receipts so she I, came for her and she, she had the receipts Johnny Depp I have some more questions for you has inflation uh, increased your cost of your cocaine habit no Okay. still get a great price on the 8 ball did you really meet <laughs> Pablo Escobar in person that's a that's, that's the, I've been asked that a lot <laughs> I've been asked that a lot I mean in the movie lot. Blow I love it when you meet Pablo Right. And what was the actor's name? Uh, Charlie something. Uh, anyway, he was great. No, I didn't meet him. But I did meet a guy named Mickey Gonzalez. Right. In Tallahassee, Florida. Right before filming. Okay. And I got a great price on an eight ball that day. <laughs> so, no, it lasted the whole shoot. Does the... And we shot for like 11 months. A, an eight ball lasted for a year, so you don't have a cocaine problem. Well, no, I don't share it around. You know, we don't want to be rude. A lot of people don't like cocaine. What's the fastest? I can't imagine, but they don't. What's the fastest you've ever ingested an eight ball? Not a week. Okay. But again, I don't see, share. But see, I don't do coke, so I don't understand the measurements. But I'm imagining an eight ball is well, like a, lot. a half of a pool ball. Is that about right? Oh, well, it's a, it's more of a weight designation if than you a take size. A, if but, you take uh, a pool ball, is an eight ball like a, like a small pool ball? Like a, the, so half of maybe one? Maybe the three, not the 12. <laughs> not the cue ball? <laughs> Sure. Okay. You take the best shot you got. And do you do you break it open or do you slice it off with a razor? There's a friend of mine, Keith Richards. Yeah. He plays a guitar with a band called the Rolling Stones. Right. We have Johnny Depp here on the show with us. He's got a great uh, thing about an eight ball. Did you ever see Goodfellas with the garlic and the razor blade? Yes. He does that. It'll take him like a week and a half to, to break sli- up a whole eight ball. To slice it so... So perfectly thin, but when he does, that it vaporizes. And he's got a silver. He's got a silver platter that was a gift from Paul McCartney sometime back late sixties. I saw Paul McCartney this week play at eighty years old. It was great, by the way. And when he's done, it looks just like Kilimanjaro, the mountain in yeah. Africa. 
It's a foot and a half tall. <laughs> Diameter is something like uh, 13 to 15 inches. All right. It's huge. And he sticks his nose in it, just like Pacino. Right. Did you just see in the scar face? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I wish I'd done that. But I was 12 at the time. <laughs> he, he sticks his whole face in it. Keith Richards. Just like you do with your, your, your favorite girl. Right. Prom night. Right. <laughs> and, he comes, and you should hear him talk when he's on cocaine. He's like, Keith Richards is hilarious. I wish you could meet him sometime. No, he comes in here all the time. Does he, he really? He's probably going he in to town. Be, he might be in later this afternoon. Or this this morning, I mean. Outstanding. I'm all out. There's there's no cocaine in this town. So do you need to wait for Keith to get here so you can get a reload? No, I think I'd better go. <laughs> Before you leave, does Amber Heard like her hair pulled, choked, and slapped during Whoopi? And that's the thing. Ellen Barkin, too. There, there are gals that like it rough, but you have to have safe words, and you don't want to be abusive, and you don't want to take advantage. Right. You know, I threw a bottle roughly at Ellen, but she loves that stuff. She's an actress, <laughs> and so is Amber. So, does Amber like her hair pulled, slapped, and choked during Whoopi? No, no. She likes other stuff. Like what? I don't. Uh, what kind of uh, show is this? Is it? Are you on? Uh, no, are you on terrestrial radio? Yeah, we can't. We we can't get too weird. I'll tell you when we're off the air. Okay, but I'll I'll tell you this: there is uh, there is special equipment involved, and a D cell is not a big enough battery. So is it is it a two stroke engine? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard one of those? Yeah, I mean, I've it goes. Seen wong, wong. I've seen those ones that are pull start, gas powered. That's it. Remember in That's the it. in the Naked Gun, Steely Dan, right? Steam okay. steam powered. So I do think that Keith Richards is coming in later, and if you are out of cocaine, and you know Keith. You may want to hang around for a minute and talk to him. Yeah, thank God, man. All right. Cool. Big help. Next topic. Johnny Depp, thanks for coming in. <laughs> Gigi, what have you got, darling? I have Adam Sandler, who gave the commencement speech at New York University School of the Arts and warned parents that showbiz is tough unless you go to the right director. Cut to. Parents, listen to me. You guys really messed up. <laughs> You might be supporting these kids for a very long time. They are not leaving. <laughs> they are not leaving the nest anytime soon. This is a tough business they chose, but there's still time to talk them out of it. Moms and dads, if you ever want to make love alone in your house again, somehow slip your kid's headshot to Mr. Martin Scorsese before the sleep event ends. He'll love it, I promise. He's probably going to take the back exit out of here, so make sure you get, you get there before he does. <laughs> My daughter graduated uh, from high school last week, and this summer she's got a lot of time off, and I really want her to wait tables. Why? I think it'll change her life. That's Just, an education, too, man. That's good. Absolutely. That's really good. Yeah. You know, you know, she grew up in the bubble, private school, um, all that stuff. Spoiled. Good. Good kid, but spoiled. And she knows it. And running tables like a, at a at a high speed restaurant, that that's um, education in itself. Anyway, yesterday, so this, this is her first week off. Okay, have you applied yet? I said everybody needs waiters. Everybody. Everywhere. I said they're going to hire you. You're smart. You're good. You're snappy. You're good looking. You're going to go. They're get, and um, four different restaurants I've suggested. Hadn't done it yet. Hadn't done it yet. Hadn't done it yet. <laughs> Not in a hurry. But she's really you know she wants to. She's excited about it. Right. Okay. Great. So yesterday she's leaving. In the afternoon, and uh, I got home at like four. Uh-huh. And she's like, "Hey, can I have some money? I'm going to go get my nails done." Daddy, learning moment. Daddy, Daddy. 
Yeah, she's she's turning on the charm. Oh sure. Can I have? I'm going to get my nails done. Can I get? Can I get some money? No. Did you really? Yeah, of course. And and I'm like, of course. You've got money, first of all. Yeah. Because you do work. The kid works, but oh. she saves it all, right? So they want to make money and save it for them, but they want to spend yours. Why, of course. Right. You know, I was like, smart. Right. I was like, you need to spend your money, but that's my savings. Well, listen, kiddo. Uh, welcome to the big world. Welcome to life. Yeah. You need to spend some of your savings, which might motivate you to put that application in. Because when you get this job at, at say, Papa Do's or something, right. mm-hmm. you're going to make $150 a day. I mean, uh, it, you're going to make real money. So get with it. Maybe two hundred. I mean, those places right now with, with the way right. the wait staff things work. Absolutely. Working. And you get your own damn nails done, and you will never feel any better than you will the day that you take your week's earnings and go get your damn nails done, and you don't have to come up to me and ask me for it. And me tell you no. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Now she's a good kid. I'm not trying she's to paint. A great, a, I'm not trying to paint a bad picture. No, she's a great kid. But it, but it was it was pretty. But she was making me feel guilty. Like I can't believe you're not giving me money for my nails. Like, I can't believe you hadn't applied yet. We've been talking about this for a month. www.goapplyforajob.com. She will make a lot of money. She'll be fine. Oh yeah, she'll be great. My name is John Clay Wolf. Buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN, VIN, V-I-N, like VIN number.com. The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like Tampa Bay's Rock Station, WXTV 98 Rock, and Abilene's Classic Rock 102 The Bear. Catch the live stream now online at johnclaywolf.com. And we'll be back with more of The John Clay Wolf Show right after this. After this, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. So it, this is the John Clay Wolf Show. It's 8 a.m. in Los Angeles, man, on KLOS yeah, 95.5, man. man. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Phoenix. Good morning, KGB San Diego. I don't know the calls of our uh, Sacramento affiliate, but it's a good one. I don't know, Salt Lake City. We've got a lot of West Coast guys now. Wake up, bitches! Showtime! KGB is such a great station. KGB is a great station. Good morning. And then it's 10 o'clock here in Dallas. And we just lost our East Coast guys, a lot of them. It's hard to keep up with all this. It is. I'm a stressed out guy. No, you're not. There's a lot going on. You're having fun. You are having fun. I'm definitely having yeah. fun. About the only fun you have <laughs> these days. GG. That's true. Mm-hmm. What are women most complaining about with their husband? Either too much sex, 
one person doesn't want it or too little. So it's they sex? don't help around the house. Okay. Um, they need to be more involved with their kids, and um, they're clueless when it comes to their kids. They take their wives Jeez. for granted. But the thing with helping is, they do help, but their wives don't like the way that they help, so they micromanage them, and then they just give it up. They Damn. Say, okay. Gigi, hang on. That's a long list. Yeah. But, but that list is very reflective, and I can I've heard that list in different. In different segments for years and years yeah. and years. You sound like a marriage counselor. <laughs> you think? So, so, so that is, wow. I wrote mine down and it was just everything she just said. How about that? See? Isn't that crazy? How <laughs> You've that been works? trained well. Right. J.D., what's yours? What 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 complaints do women have most about their well, We have actually a marriage counselor that's been on TikTok revealed some of the biggest complaints that women have about their husbands. Oh. This will be, yeah, right. This will be uh, Corin Veller, number 11. Active responsibility would be you looking around the house for things that you could do. Passive responsibility would be being available to help, but waiting for somebody to tell you what needs to be done. This is one of the top things that I hear from women as a complaint, that their husbands are waiting for them to tell them what needs to be done. And they're really looking for a partner in life who is actively responsible for the house and for the children and not waiting for their wife to tell them what to do. Okay. And that's okay. that's why you lose them because you use big flowery language and they don't get it. There you They're go, just JD, like, right? Tell me what to do. What? There you go. See? What? What that's does the, that mean? That's you the difference I mean? between actively helpful and passively helpful. I'm not passive aggressive. I'm passively helpful. <laughs> 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 yeah, nice try. Yeah, I wrote mine down. What's your list? It's pretty much what Gigi said. I mean, it's like she read my homework. Yes. Uh, lazy around the house. Okay. Fall asleep when I talk to her. Like, you fall asleep when when I'm talking to you. Like, we'll get in bed, and we'll lay down and watch a movie. Sure. And I'll tell you, one sure way for me to fall asleep during a movie is if I pay for it. <laughs> Why is that? Wow. When you buy a movie, yeah. you just fall asleep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the damnedest thing. <laughs> But I, I bought it. I've done my job. Good night. But if we're, but yeah, I don't know why. When I buy, actually buy the seven ninety nine movie, You'll I fall asleep. Yeah, it. right. And, and when we're laying there, watch it. She starts talking and telling me stuff. I'll like, just go right, <laughs> and, and it's turned into a joke. Like, baby, I need to go to sleep. Will you start talking to me? <laughs> Tell me something really important. She's got this soft voice, and she speaks, and she starts telling me about the kids' stuff and all the stuff that they're doing and what she's doing. And, and, like, things that she had to do, just basically, like, work stuff with the kids. And right. it just it just puts me right ass to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just telling the truth. I get it. It's turned into a joke. Uh, and I know it's a joke, so I laugh. But I apologize. Um, I pick on her too much about to-dos. Do you hear that, uh, Gigi? To-dos? Yeah, to-dos. To-dos this, to-do that, to-do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Wait a minute, your to do. I'm not your employee. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. I didn't sign up for your little army, no. Colonel. Well, kind of did, boy. Nah, I mean we've got, but I mean we have a housekeeper, so let's manage her. You're right. That's... You're not my employee, but she is. <laughs> but she and is. And I need you no. to handle her. Right. I handle. Dude, we've got the maid like from from like a movie. She's pseudo attractive. With the long eyelashes oh. and the heavy makeup Uh-oh. and the tight clothes. Oh, what could go that. wrong? That's my type. That's my type. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bobo. <laughs> Actually, this would be fun. 
Hey, a hoe is a hoe for show for show. She's got she's got like four kids, but she's like doing her nails. It's like the down and out in Beverly Hills maid. Okay, doing her nails. Yeah, and and in your house, absolutely watching the uh, laundry machine run and her phone, the phone, the phone. I'm telling you, Arturo at the office, the guy that's no obligation glass, and he keeps the whole office clean, does all the stuff. Have you noticed how much this man is on his phone? Always. What is up with these people? They're on their phone during the job with their earbuds in, talking. So she's walking around the house, talking all day, doing the dishes, doing the stuff, but talking to other whom? Whom is available to talk all day on the phone? Other maids. Other maids? I guess. So it's like a maid hotline, like a group Uh, chat? Yeah, but... You know, you can put an end to this. Here are the rules in my house. We don't do our nails. Oh. It's my house. It is. And if you don't like it, get the F out. Uncle Gus, Eddie you're, Murphy. You're the boss, though. If, yeah, but here's if you don't the, like it, stop it. Sure. <laughs> Go run them off, J.D. No. Go run them off. Why is that running no, no, them no. off? No, you, because, because when you put boundaries down, you run them off. I've had. Because everybody's weak. And then what happens? Now you ain't got no maid. Mm. And now you are getting a little bitchy. And now that to-do list is getting longer, a lot longer. And now what happens? Now you start fighting. So when you lose the maid, you better go get you a new maid quick. You get a maid. You don't even need to talk to your old lady before you go find another maid. Right. Because if you don't, you're going to have a problem. And you set the rules first day. No For the maid or the wife? the maid. (laughs) God, for the wife. (laughs) I I thought you were talking about the wife. No. You do that in the interview. Do you talk on the phone a lot while you work? But they don't speak English. No wonder you're in trouble. Ask him in Spanish. I do, but dude, I'm telling you, this, 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 this walking around and talking on the phone, all of them, it's the damn loud. K two T N E L telephone. It's like they have a Mexican soap opera going on in the background. It's loud. Like, hey, can you keep it down? K K, can you keep it down? God bless. First day. Welcome to the Wolf Home. We don't talk on the phone while we work. I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Can anybody translate? Uh, Bob can. Bob, do you know how to say it? Yo no soy el telefono. <laughs> es tiempo por trabajar. Yeah. Por that, favor. That por all, favor. That all sounds es el good. tiempo that, that, por that trabajar. just like telling your kids not to do it. Except you're the- Dude, these phones have changed everything. I mean, you telling people not to talk or text is like saying don't breathe or drink water. Yeah. It ain't happening. It's not happening. When you try to enforce that, it's almost like people look at you like, "What? I mean, are you a are you are you a prison runner? Right. Are you a warden? <laughs> hey, are, do you think I'm a slave? What about my rights? I have rights. Their rights are to use that phone and be on Facebook and communicate and text with their friends during the day, during work hours, all the time. And the way you fix it at work is make have them check their phones in. And there are workplaces that do that. Sure, yeah. but when you do that to people you're demeaning them yes you are how oh i i I feel terrible i don't want to run a place like that i don't want to run a place where you're like hyper controlling your staff we got 250 staff you know give me your phone yeah because you're a child i mean if you're that big of a child you just don't need to work for us yeah speaking of we uh the guy that came in last week we we brought otis from andy griffith back do you remember that yes the, uh, Why drunk. don't you go ahead and have a drink? Otis the drunk. Hey, buddy. Oh, no, no thanks. But you go ahead. I'll get you a cup. Oh. There we go. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> oh, I never drink alone when there's another man in the house. <laughs> it's impolite. Well, that was just a sip. 
That sounds just like me and Otis in my office last we, Tuesday. We brought Otis the Drunk back to work at Give Me the Vin after four leaves. He's a big producer. He's made a lot of money, but he gets on these benders and he goes away and he comes back. And then last week we had him on the show, which is like the seventh time I've had him on the show to bitch him out <laughs> over the past seven to eight years. And he always makes a promise he's not going to do it again. So l- l- recap last week the conversation with me screaming at Otis about this is the last time. Why do you have to keep leaving and coming back? What is it that makes you keep leaving? All right, so here's a quick quiz. I couldn't tell you that. You can't tell me why you keep leaving? I had an opportunity to go and, and build a company. And you Then where's that company? Why are you here? I'm here because I want to come back and no, help no, build no, no, this no. company. No, 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 no. Where's that deal? That was so great. It's in Houston. Okay, so why are you not there? Because I wanted to come home. Uh, no, you didn't want to come home. They didn't do what they told you they were going to do. You made it one time. It's small thinking, dude, and you're too damn good to be that damn stupid. Because you're not stupid. But you're one of the best guys we have, and I'm just tired. I want this to be the last round of this. Because I want you to do what I know you can do. Do you want to? Yes, sir. Is your wife listening? Maybe. I hope. All right, I'll see you at work. So, Turley, what's the condensed version of the text you got last night? So... His manager, Bill, texts me mm-hmm. and says, hey, guess what? I'm like, what? He sends me this text message, and it basically says, I got in late uh, last night, so I'm not going to be in this today. Um, I need to come in and talk to Mike uh, Monday. I'm going to turn my card in because I'm quitting. <laughs> what? And there was other gibberish in there, too. But, but basically, it read yeah. like a drunk text. Correct. Right. So, so he made it week. lasted two weeks, everybody. Was it two hey. weeks or one week? Wow. It was like about two weeks. Two yeah. weeks, we got it two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to let him come back? No. Uh, with him, it's gotten so comical. I think we should probably just keep doing it. I can't. I don't have the energy, John. I just well, I mean, don't have the energy. It's a lot of work. No, I mean, how many times have we brought him back? Five now or four? Yeah. I bet it's just... Yeah. Well, this wasn't a bender. I think that when he comes back, we need to we need to like give him booze and try to get him drunk. <laughs> like, no, I don't think we can do that. I want to slop the hogs. Here's a drink. Yeah, here's a drink. Let's celebrate your sobriety. Let's celebrate you being back. <laughs> celebrate your sobriety. <laughs> My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN. V I N. Calling right now. We're going to do a car segment coming up where I'll bid to buy the cars for Give Me the Vin on the radio right now. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234. Call in right now. Year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean. And you will sell that bitch if we make a deal. Be right back. All I hear is sell us your house, sell us your car, sell us your dog, sell us your wife, and sell us your children. My name's John Clay Wolf, and I created GiveMeTheVin.com. First guy to ever advertise, sell us your car on the radio. Been doing it 30 years. Everybody copied me, man. I got to come up with a new deal. No, I don't, because we're the best car buyer in the United States of America. GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your listening to the john clay wolf show the guy's a blackout drunk 800 800 radio yo give me the vin this is the john clay wolf show this is the part where we buy cars listeners cars on the air for give me the vin.com something i've been doing for almost 30 years that's why i founded the company and then i started this radio show thing like 17 15 16 16 years ago it's confusing, I know. But 
we're America's largest Saturday morning show, and we're America's best car buyer. So we've got two good little titles under our belt, and that makes it fun. Jim in uh, Houston. Good morning. You're on there. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, go ahead. 15 Honda Civic LX, 70,000 miles. Your sister doesn't drive anymore. Dealer offered 12. You want 13. Yes, sir. All right. So if I give you 13, what are we going to do? I will call her and um, we make a deal. No, 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 no. We're going to sell this bitch. And I'm not talking about your sister. I'm talking about this Honda. Absolutely. All right. right. We'll call your sister, Mr. Third Basement Middleman, and get it wrapped up. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. Let's go. Okay. Thanks. I done sold that bitch. Hawaii. Are you in Hawaii? I see see the phone is from Hawaii. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi. Actually, I'm in Anaheim. All right. Um, I have a 1969 Mark III. Okay. 1969 um, Ford Mach III Mustang. Lincoln. Oh, Mark, Mark, Mark III. Uh-huh. Is it a two-door, four-door? It's a... Uh, a good question. Uh, I, it's a two-door. Okay. Do the lights have the automatic covers on them where they come? Like when you turn the lights on, the covers come up. Whose car was this? It was not yours because you would know more about it. Whose car is it? It's my father's. He's 94. Okay. Take pictures of it. Go to givemethevin.com. Push it in. It takes okay. it takes 45 seconds. And um, my guys will push it to me after the show and I'll look at it and figure it out. If you take a okay. video, take a video of it running also, and um, turn on the air conditioner and all that stuff. Show us, show, show us what works and what does. Show us what works and what doesn't okay. work, and we'll get it. Done. All right, bye. Anaheim, Anaheim, California. Good morning, Johnny Depp. You want to take us out? Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the, the uh, John Clay Wolf Show? Uh, this is the John Clay Wolf Show. Brought to you by what is it? <laughs> Give me the vin. Give me the vin.com. Give me the vin.com, and uh, stay right there. We'll be right back. It's the John Clay Wolf Show. It was the greatest gift, and he wanted other people to experience it. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Give me the band. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Hit them up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak. Ben Leslie, is that guy still alive? No, sir. Hey, what did he die of? <sighs> Autofixiation? But it was drug-induced. Like the rest of them? Damn it. God, those guys are horny. Yeah. They choked themselves down. 800-800-7234. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, morning. Good morning, Phoenix. We need to hear more from you, Phoenix. You're being too quiet. How long have we been on the Phoenix? For a month? Uh, yeah, a month, six weeks. Something, something like that. that. So, Gigi. Yes, dear. I saw Paul McCartney on Tuesday night. Was it good? Yes. He's old as dirt, man. No way. He's 80. 
Does he look like it like Phil Collins? I don't know what Phil Collins looks like, but he looks pretty good. I mean, he's just he like J- just like JD. He dyes his hair, but it looks just right. JD's hair is beautiful. I know. It's all it's natural. So he Paul doesn't dye his he hair. Does. I don't let him lie to you. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't lie. And if I did, I wouldn't start with hair color. <laughs> I know, right? Right. Thank you, Gigi. I mean, it started kind of weird, like bag. big lines, right? Mm-hmm. Into into the place, and there was this lady with a mi- megaphone. She was real loud and obnoxious. Like, these people are... Like, directing you? Yeah. (laughs) Do not get in line with your ticket if it's not out. Do not get in line without your ticket ready. Do not... I mean, like, walk up... Really upset. Walk right up to your face. Do not get in line without your ticket ready. (laughs) With a big megaphone. Listen, girl. My ticket's ready. Do not talk through my megaphone. (laughs) Listen, girl. My ticket's ready. Are you sure? Yes. Do you want to see it? You want to see it? <laughs> Did she just go on rattling? Do not, do not get in line without your ticket ready. Anyway, don't touch my megaphone. Yeah, you know, and, and you don't want to uh, be that guy. No, y'all heard me bitching about it last week. We paid sixteen hundred dollars for these tickets. Mm. I asked yeah. my assistant to get me tickets to the McCartney show, and you expected them to be from the radio station, free, because that's how we get our tickets. We're media. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. And they got this new slogan about, well, you know, since COVID's over, we don't get the promoter tickets that we used to get. Ah. I'm like, we all need to figure out how to get them. Or guess what? Just pay for them. Because that's how y'all lured me into this marriage. And I ain't getting my free (laughs) tickets. I don't give a damn how you get them. Just get them. And if you got to pay for them out of your pocket, just do it. Right. Because when I write y'all a check for all these ads that I buy all over the country... For Give Me the Vin Monday through Friday? A lot. Guess what? I just write the damn check. I pay for it. Just like you need to pay for the tickets that I want. To keep me happy. When my old lady says, hey, Bieber's in town, can y'all get me tickets? And you write back, oh, we didn't get any promoter tickets from Bieber? That's not what, that's not the answer. That's, that's not. that. That. Hang on. Give me the mic back. Here we go. That is not the answer. <laughs> when my old lady says, I want Bieber tickets, the answer is, how many would you like, Mrs. Wolf? <laughs> John, but John, I want to see Justin Bieber. Will you please? But honey, honey, I can't get you the free tickets. You must buy them yourself. What I want to see is Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is my favorito. <laughs> She's not Spanish. She's Danish. Oh, right. Favorito is more Espanola. But nonetheless. But she sounded like a megaphone. But, I, but, I, but I, so, so my assistant bought me these damn tickets. I'm like, I spent, I don't know, an hour jack with the credit card company because I thought somebody was fraudulently trying charging tickets on SeatGeek. <laughs> <laughs> and then all that goes down. And I didn't even know it was Tuesday night. Hell, it might have been mm. Monday night. It was, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. And some, thank God. So my assistant was so upset after me blowing it up on Saturday about about this that she didn't tell me when the show is. Oh no! Oh no! No, senor. So thank God, my former brother-in-law texted me, "Are you going to Paul McCartney tonight?" And I was like, "Tonight? Tonight? Tonight?" Yes, it's tonight. And I look it up online. Oh, my God. these are I got $1,600 worth of tickets, and I didn't even know there's a concert tonight. She almost walked on. I, uh. I almost left town, J.D. I was going to go somewhere. I was this far from going out of town. Right. So, anyway. It was that important to you. 
What? You I forgot didn't. it was that mm-hmm. night. I no just, one. dude, I'm busy. I'm a busy guy. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think anybody understands. I don't even think I understand how busy I am. I agree. Nonetheless, I thought it was like next fall, honestly. Because they start these, they start promoting this crap so far out. You know, Guns N' Roses playing at SoFi, you know, football stadium. Next January. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There are a lot of October yeah. and November tickets out there right now on sale. Right. So I was, yeah. I was expecting it to be way out there. Anyway, the the guy, uh, what, how was the show? I don't want to be that guy that bitches about, you know, you go to a game or you go to a concert. Mm-hmm. You're always like, man, I mean, you know, I, this doesn't feel like $800 to seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this, I mean, does this feel like an $800 seat to you? It doesn't feel like $800 seat to me. And that's a bad guy to be with. Yeah. So I really wanted to excuse myself from myself. Just want to enjoy <laughs> the moment. I did feel better when one of my, one of the, the give me the Venn guys. They bought $500 seats, and they were crappier seats than mine. <laughs> so that means that they're just really expensive seats. But I can tell you that was it worth $1,600? As much money as that is? Is it? That's a lot of money. It is. It is. Yeah, I think it was worth it. Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, I mean, Even it, with the bad seats? It was like going to see. They weren't bad seats. Don't, don't get me wrong. They were not bad seats. But if a brother's throwing down eight hundred for a seat, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm expecting to like see Paul McCartney's wrinkles. I'm expecting <laughs> to see his flabby old eighty year old ass. Have you ever walked through a locker room at a con- oh. men's country club golf locker room oh. and seen naked eighty and ninety year old men? GP, oh. they have an extremely flat ass and a saggy set that is hanging <laughs> out. When they're walking <laughs> away from you, you see oh. the bell, the Taco Bell. Ew. Yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. For $800, <laughs> I wanted to see that on Paul McCartney. <laughs> and I did not get to see that. <laughs> I mean, an 80-year-old or 90-year-old man's ass literally looks like a like a deal of wet clay and a paddle smash it. And it's just <laughs> smashed as flat as a computer screen. But back to Paul McCartney. Yeah, uh, he, he, he can sing, man. He's got some hits, dude. Did you know that? Know. You wouldn't believe what this guy did. What did he do? He did a lot of stuff. I mean, I felt like I was at the Beatles concert. Oh, yeah. And they had John Lennon up on the screen above him and they were singing a duet back and forth. And he went through yeah. all of these um, cool. songs, you know, the Beatles stuff. Yeah, the Beatles stuff. Yeah, that one's okay. You know, and that was kind of the problem. About he'd play three hits and then he'd throw it off track. Yeah. With a, this is something new. Hey, dude, you're 180. Nobody gives a damn about what's coming next. The new album. Nobody is here for the new album. It's like saying, here, you're here at the King Tut exhibit and there's one and coming and. Here's a new tut. Stainless steel. I don't want to see a stainless steel King Tut. I want to see a gold king. Tut. You have 300 hits. Play them. Right, just play the damn hits. And then he gets to playing them. And when he goes off rail and starts playing his new stuff, or B, not B, but Seaside stuff, we know that y'all don't like this. He said it. Yep. We know what y'all like. But we're going to make you go through this. And I scream out, But I paid $800! <laughs> $800! <laughs> I play the damn hits! I'm not here for an education. He was great. He played the piano. He played the bass. He played the guitar. And he played Live and Let Die so well. It was incredible. And the Live and Let Die part felt like a Kiss concert. 
They had heavy, heavy, heavy firearms. Very cool. Very. I mean, like fireworks, firearms, fireworks, whatever it takes. <laughs> when you're 80, you're into guns. But Axel Rose, come here. I want to tell you something, Axel. Good morning. Are you here? Hey, there he is. Wake up! You gotta be on radio with John. Axel, I'm gonna tell you something. Like right here in this song, turn up a little bit, Turley. So this is your rendition of "Live and Let Die," right? Yeah. He stole it. Right here. Fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. And they went into it. They copied your version. Paul McCartney's on the road copying your version of the song that you stole from him. No, uh uh-huh. Get the hell out of town. I saw my own two eyes. I'm going to sue his ass. I would, too. That's my song. <laughs> it, it was, it's the highlight of your version of Live and Let Die is the highlight of the Paul, Paul McCartney Live and Let Die. Right. I got that from a James Bond movie. <laughs> Live and let die. When you're young and you're hot. You know song? That's my song. Where'd Paul at? I, I mean, if you I'm going to beat his ass. He's on the road, man. He's town to town. It's actually his song. No, right. Now, he, Did it have Slash? <laughs> no. You can't play that song without Slash. Yeah. Paul can. McCartney's a jerk. <laughs> I can't believe it. It was much nastier than yours. He, oh! He did good. He did good with that. You did good stealing the crow. Live and let die. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank live you, and let Axel die. Rose. Thank you, Paul you McCartney. You know you did. You know you did. You know you did. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Hey. Axel Rose, do you mind taking us out to break? I'm going to take you out for breakfast, baby. <laughs> French toast sticks and more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this year. Ooh. John Clay Wolf Show. Every Saturday morning. We're very, very sorry. Not sorry. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Ben Ripstein owes me money. If you know Ben, he's a car dealer. Please let him know that I'm looking for him. What? That's just a broadcast you make? It's a quick public service announcement. Yeah, the PSA. <laughs> I'm yeah. still mad at Sharon Gammon from high school. What was that <laughs> name? Mm-hmm. Ben Ripstein. What a name. Hey, what for a somebody name. to rip you off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, busty blondes get to get into places that we don't, do. Oh, of course, of course they do. Oh so when God. we left the Paul McCartney concert, you know, you want to get out of there before... You're trying to measure the encore. Mm-hmm. And my wife's telling me how it's going to go. And I'm like, darling, I love you. It's like um, Mr. Douglas talking to Lisa in Green Acres. Uh, it's, gotcha. It's, she's my Lisa. Oh, uh, honey. You know, and I'm like, yes, darling. if there's anything I know, I'm in show business. Sure. I've promoted concerts. I've helped plan the encores. Right. I know what's fixing to happen, and what's fixing to happen is a medley of encores. Correct. It is not going to be one. Mm-mm. And so we, we sat for a second through the Paul McCartney deal, and I'm like, what I do know is we talk, We parked on the top floor of the garage. It's going to, if we don't get out of here at the right time, we're going to get stuck in a death trap. Hour and a half. So we, we got up, and she, she agreed. She didn't want to get stuck in the traffic. So we start heading out, and like, when we got close to the garage exit, we're still where you could see the concert from the hall. Sure. So you walk up in the portal and look. But there were screens. And you know how I am with those damn curtains. They had those black <laughs> curtains. Ah, yes. You don't care for if them. If y'all were listening earlier, I was bitching about black curtains. They had black curtains from the walkway 
to where you can't see in the room. Did they really? Yeah. And I, you know, I'm peeping through the curtains like a little peeping Tom to watch the end of it. Because now I'm close enough to the door of the Paul McCartney concert that when they say, boom, it's over, we're at the door. <laughs> we're in the lead. Even my cripple ass that can't go fast. I'm like Forrest Gump in the front. I'm going to get out of that parking garage. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, John. You paid for a ticket. I understand. But they had these curtains. And I'm peeking through the curtains, and the guy keeps closing them back. Oh. And we're in the encore. Oh. And then I'm standing up on the edge of the curtain. It's like, you can't stand there. I'm like, but I'm crippled. <laughs> you know, I'm a recovering paraplegic. Then he, go sit in your seat, that's sir. That's what he said. I said, my legs are cramping up. They're hurting. <laughs> Look, but you need to sit in your seat. I said, but it's almost over. I mean... I'm a professional. I know that there's 92 seconds worth of encore left, and then we're all out of wow. here. And I'm leaving at second 85. What a prick move. What a you know what you should have done? But here's what I'm back You should have fallen down, and that's like $30,000 right there. <laughs> right in front of him. <laughs> he said, well, the next time I'm going to call security. And I said, you. And then I lost my I lost my cool a little bit. <laughs> you? Yeah. I'll bet you did. Not but you. anyway, then my, my pretty <laughs> wife, that's why I said, Gigi, it happens to you too. Busty, mm-hmm. busty blondes, busty gals, good-looking gals. Walk right up and stand where I was standing, where I was catching a lot of heat. I'm getting shook down by the ushers and security. But my good-looking wife is sitting there, and nobody's saying a damn thing to her. So I go, tell, right, I, right. I go tell on her. That's Did right. That's really? right. I absolutely. I said, why are you not on her ass? Look at her. Because she's a busty blonde, and she's beautiful, right? I, d- I didn't tell him that it's my wife. Ooh. He said, well, you know, the show's almost over. That's what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> just said that. I've been trying to tell you the show's almost over. Come on, honey, we're out of here. No, there's a couple more songs. It was pretty comical. But, yeah, I had a great time at the Paul McCartney concert. He did a wonderful job. And I feel like I saw, not Jesus Christ, but who's the guy on the desert people go to see? Gandhi? Gandhi? Is Gandhi? Alive? Is Gandhi alive? Yes. The something something. There's a something. The Dalai Lama? Yeah. Like the Dalai, Dalai Lama. Yeah. It's in Tibet. The mountains, the snowy mountains of Tibet. I mean, Paul McCartney must love the female figure more than any man on the planet. Oh, right. you know he does. He got in a lot of trouble that first tour of America. But I mean, he is not doing this for the money. He is doing it for the skin. Yeah. What? Why else would he be doing it? Yeah. There's no reason to be music. doing it. No. He loves women. And that's why he's doing it. And he's, he's got, got a fl- groupies. Oh yeah, I mean, he's Paul McCartney, G. Oh, yeah, it's it, it, it's a big deal. I, I just I was just laughing at him that he's working that hard for it. That's some strong, powerful stuff you guys got. What do you call it? The magic hoo ha. The, the tales of the magic hoo ha. Yes. Who was? I mean, didn't Paul McCartney have a chick with a wooden leg? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Heather Mills. Wasn't that his last oh, divorce? No, and no, I brought sorry. that up to the security guard. I said, you know, his ex-wife that was my cousin. She had a handicap, too. She's had a wooden leg. And that security guard's looking at me like, why are you deviating this? You get your ass in your seat. Right. <laughs> Do you have a wooden leg, sir? No, but damn it, I'm, I'm getting a little stiff. My cousin. What was that song, Bob? P- Plywood Pam they sang about? Polythene Pam. Oh, same thing. That was John. Yeah, yeah Abbey Road. So he liked girls with wooden legs, too? Uh, probably. He, he probably would have taken one, except that he found Yoko first. Now, didn't the gal with the wooden leg take McCartney for like 50 mil? A lot. A she lot. Got a a lot. Wife number two. Yeah. Man. Linda McCartney was, you know, they were married like Was that his ma- baby mama? Linda was. Yeah. Now, Heather Mills was number two. Linda died of cancer like in the 90s. Who had the wooden leg? Heather Mills. I think Heather something, right? 
So did she have the wooden leg when they started, or did she have an accident during the marriage? I think she had it for a long time. Long time. Whole time. Yeah. On I the think she had it when they started. Right? Paul McCartney's second wife actually lost her leg at a Pink Floyd concert. <laughs> no. She got so high that she ate every Twinkie the concession stand had. They had to remove her at the knee on the left side. That's diabetes. And that's today's Today in Rock History. <laughs> I'm Wallace Edwards. Thank you, Wallace. Diabetes. 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 Diabetes is no laughing matter. Hello, I'm Wilford Brimley. I have diabetes. You have what? Diabetes. Diabetes is not funny. Not at all. No. But your your the little bit is funny. You know that whole story is unbelievable. Yeah. It is unbelievable. You know, one thing about showbiz people is that they really are in tune with the art of communicating. Case in point, here's actor Matthew McConaughey explaining why we should remove the word unbelievable from the dictionary. What? Cut 21. Unbelievable. All right, it's my least favorite word. I think we should wipe it out of the dictionary. Why? What's so unbelievable about tragedy, about triumph, about people? that raise us up or let us down. It happens every single day. We shouldn't think that the most beautiful sunset or the greatest play or the greatest love of our life or the greatest moment of euphoria is unbelievable. Believe it. It's happening right in front of you, in you. We shouldn't feel like the greatest tragedy of death or earthquakes or or, or natural disasters or loss is unbelievable. It's part of life too. Believe it. We see it happen every day. So, unbelievable. I don't buy it. He's reminding me of Amber Heard. Horrible. Incredible, I believe those, but unbelievable, nah, it just happened. And these actors reading these lines, is, it's just it's poetic. Yeah. Matthew it's McConaughey. Unbelievable. What else is unbelievable is Matthew McConaughey is right here, mm-hmm. right now, on there Matt! with you. Matt, get your ass over here. Yeah, not, it wasn't very good audio, was it? I was sitting on it was my not, back it was patio not, it was not unbelievable. with a big fan on, had just taken the biggest hit of my life. Okay. <laughs> Hey, stuff was really good. Yeah. Came out of Tobago. You know where that is? I do. Trinidad. They got some good weed in Tobago. Anyway, took a big hit was thinking about There's a lot of words I don't like, actually. I, I got to apologize for making such a big deal about unbelievable. That pot was unbelievable. You know what I mean? Hmm? Really good. There's a lot of words I don't like. Here's one. What? Like, you guys are on radio, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You show business. FCC. Mr. Law, woo woo, right. coming to get you, right? Right. <laughs> and you want to you want to say a word uh, uh, that uh, has to do with the number two, okay? Right. And you can't say the actual word, so you say s, like that means anything, right? When you want to describe doo doo, poop, poo, dookie, the bm, hockey, <laughs> God, Long Island litter, or the strain, <laughs> as we call it, you just take a little tip from my old friend Bibbidi Bobby De Depp. Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. He's in a court of law with a purple suit on. Looks good. Looks good. <laughs> and he used the word, which is feces. Try it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm Matthew McConaughey, and I, I like this statement. Speaking of feces, Matthew McConaughey, do you mind? Are you looking for a dog to take back with you to Austin? To oh, hell no. Okay, so I got a little, I'm a cat guy. I got a little Labradoodle that, that has a feces issue. Aww. We send him off to... Well, get, I'll take him with me. I'll we we him got out. him trained, and, and every two days... 
Yeah, they're the most it's, obnoxious uh, dogs I've ever seen. In, Labradoodle, what is that? Instead of a landslide, as the Dixie Chicks uh, sing about, his landmine. Another word I don't like. Right. Labradoodle. Will you pay that? <laughs> what the hell is that? It's a lab bred to a... It's a damn poodle. To a doodle. It's a damn to a po- poodle. To a poodle. It's With a, a lar- long-nosed poodle. It's a it's a large poodle. Yeah, I hate those dogs. But it's wide. Do you get your money back from the training people because your dog's not trained? No. Oh, really? No. No money back guarantee? No. If, you, if, you're, if you're a dog trainer and you want to do a barter... Where I tell a story that you fixed my dog, <laughs> then I'll do it with your company because I got to get this dog fixed because he's going to get gone. <laughs> and when he gets gone, it's going to cause me a lot of problems at the house. Right. And as you've listened to me over the years, I don't like problems at the house. No. I like everything to be smooth. Smooth, Matthew McConaughey. Smooth. And I don't like stepping in dog feces. Right, you are. All right, I'll be right back. And we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. It was the greatest gift, and he wanted other people to experience it. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Give me the business. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Yeah, I get it. You're a rocker. Looking to get your hands on some hard-to-find collectibles, records, CDs, T-shirts, imports, and posters. Right here in the DFW area? Tell them, Henry. Born Late Records. If you're looking to buy, trade, or sell, or just adding to your collection. Born Late Records. For the most hard-to-find albums, CDs, and collectibles, they're all in stock right now. Look no further than Born Late Records. And we're talking about one-of-a-kind, once-in-a-lifetime, take you all the way back to the good time stuff. Rock concert t-shirts old and new. Lunch boxes, box sets, jewelry, pens, decals, and a lot more. And it's all collected in one place. Born Late Records. Located in Fort Worth at 2920 Ray Street or find us on Facebook at Born Late Records. Stop in or call at 817-984-1255. That's 817-984-1255. That's how you get in touch with Born Late Records. For all your music and memorabilia needs right here in the heart of Fort Worth. Born Late Records. And rock on. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. America's number one Saturday morning show. Y'all hear me talking about riding dirt bikes. Good morning, everybody. And trail riding after, you know, and everyone's like, how do you still do that after it damn near ruined your life? Yeah, you had a motorcycle accident. Racing motocross, broke my back, got my spinal cord, got all screwed up. And ironically, I picked up the sport again a year ago, and I ride bikes with my son. That was my excuse to start back. Mm-hmm. And now he's not interested anymore, but I still am very much. out there. Uh, yeah. That's cool. And, and I have this uh, property outside of town. We put in a 10-mile cross-country loop, and it's badass. Show listeners text me and like, hey, man, I hear you talk about your motorcycle trail ride and this and that. Love to go ride your place. And he's asked me a couple times, and, and last week I'm like, Sounds good. Sunday morning. You let a listener come out. Yep. I ain't even been out there. How'd they get your phone number? That's scary. Right. Through Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. And then, um, and he mentions that he met us at the in-person when we signed autographs and stuff about four years ago. Okay. I'm like, this guy's a real showhead. Okay. And I was looking through his Facebook page, and he has a lot of motorcycle, dirt bike riding pictures. Like racing. Like, he's going to be... You know, okay. Okay. It's not going to be some squid show. It's going to come out and just stare at you. No. 
Hey man, that's John right there. But look what happened. <laughs> so so he's like, Hey, do you mind if I bring a couple of friends? They I'm, like, fun. I'm like, no, no, no. What? I said, bring them. Friends. Yep. So he and two other guys show up and uh and I meet them and and they're right on time. They didn't call me and bug me. Nine o'clock, boom, they're there, I'm there. And I'm looking up and at these rigs that they pulled up in. I'm like, these guys are kinda real. Like you, race, I, racing I, rigs. Racing rigs. Okay. Yeah. Like they're travel units. So they brought their own bikes? Yes. Yeah, they did. Oh. JD, so we go ride, and I am not worthy. What? Because normally what? I'm the good one out there, and I'm having to wait on everyone. Sure. So I, I'm teaching them the trail. We're going to do the first lap, and I'm going okay. I'm not going fast. I'm trying to go at a slower pace so they can keep up. Sure. And I look up, and all three of them are just on top of my fender. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let me go a little faster. And, I mean, they're just like whistling the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I tell them to pass me, but they don't know the trail. Oh. Dude, I ended up being the fanboy. What? These, one of them won the national enduro oh, title stop it. 10 <laughs> times. Wow. And he didn't tell you the that. The best go- enduro cross-country rider in the state of Texas is who this was. What's an enduro Enduro rider? cross-country. It's um, like the mountain bike single track trail. They do these timed events, and you go 50 miles, and it's a race through the woods on a trail. It's organized, and they're all over the country. It is just so badass. These guys were so good, and I have a little motocross track with a badass whoop section with the bounce, bounce, bounce. I don't do it, and I'm watching these guys, and they go through this 150 yards whoop section. They touch the ground three times. Yeah, I'm like, okay, 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 all right. Well, they buried the lead. You you open up with, hey, by the way, I'm this 10-time winner. Right. This, yeah. Right. Let's say I'm a listener. So I was like, <laughs> and like the second lap, I didn't ride with them. I mean, I rode, but I would, I, I waved them on. I got behind them and I would go to different parts in the trail and oh, watch wow. them go by. Dude. And like, why aren't you riding? I said, I'm having more fun watching you guys ride this thing at double speed that I've ever seen anyone do it. I mean, this was like, because I've been working on this trail forever. And getting it all just right. And watching these pros go through it. It was like, this is cool. What a blast. That was so cool. I was like, you fellas can come anytime you want. Here's the gate code. <laughs> Y'all are welcome. Wow. Because that rarely happens when you invite listeners somewhere. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, I did, it with, I, I, I did it with another guy that lives out there. And he listens to the show. And I wound up meeting him. And he turned out to be a great friend. And he helps me work on my bikes. And, and he helps me with all kinds of stuff. So, anyway. That was a that was a what? good listener experience. Glad it worked out. Usually, it's friends of friends that you have problems with, right? Uh, it can it can be it can be. Yeah, but, they're, they're the guys that show up at nine o'clock in the morning drunk and want to. Uh, first thing they want is a selfie. So, you know? do you remember the guys that came in here ten years ago to the studio? That the Polito brothers, Polito brothers. Oh yes, yeah. So they're my old high school friends, and we came in here is when we used to start at seven a.m. And we came in here at 70, and they wanted to sit in the studio and watch us. Okay. They're old friends of mine from high school. And they came in, and they'd already been drinking, and they had a case of, was it Natural Light? I believe or it Natty? was. Or Natty? I think it was Natty. Yeah, it was Natty. Yeah. And they're sitting there, and they're drinking during the show starting. They would already they were drinking on the way up to the studio. <laughs> so they sat here the whole time, and then the next week they come back again, and they have their case of beer. And they're just drinking beer, watching us do this the whole time. Both of those men have passed away from cirrhosis. Oh. Oh. Damn it, man. Both brothers died. I know. It's sad. It was sad. But I remember saying that day. I was like, man, if y'all don't quit this, you're going to die young. Yeah. Painfully so. They both, they died within a year, a year of each other. 
There's another guy who likes to uh, drink during shows, Molly Cruz singer Vince Neal. He is now, this is so sad, he's doing a cheesy TV commercial. And we have audio, yes we do, for a short-term loan company. The ad is mostly visual, but he does have a speaking part. Here it is, Cut 18. Yeah! All right! That loan approval machine rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Really? It's come to this? Really? Yeah, Didn't, don't we have audio of when he was kind of breaking down in concert? There it is. And he's still on tour. What are y'all talking over? It started over. Turn everybody's mics off. The listeners really need to listen close to this. Kids, don't do meth. It's hard. Let's go back. Oh, it's Vince. We have Vince Neal. Magic, you can bet I have that keys. My turly pack, it's your baby. Go back out of my hat. What? Vince, are you are you going on tour this summer? I'd love to see you guys play. Well, my hat. Make a dance with loan approval back and dance show back at Monday. Heidi and Monday back at my hat. Heidi and Frank are having their big show that I've been pushing on in oh, LA. Yeah. I don't know where yet. They don't know where, but I think they're going to have it in the fall. And I think that that's the perfect band uh, to have it with. The KLOS uh, Morning Crew. Yeah, the KLOS Morning Crews have Vince <laughs> Neal and the crew. Oh, God, that'd be hilarious. Please, please. Can he speak off mic? I have no idea. I don't know. He damn sure can't sing anymore, but it's entertaining. I mean, I would rather watch that than go to Dave Chappelle if I want to laugh. People are still paying <laughs> for concert tickets to see this guy after the audio. Yeah. I don't know. Graduation time is coming up. Everybody's saying, "What do? What do you get the graduate? You, your daughter just graduated. She just graduated. What did you get her for graduation? I did not get her a pair of nails or a set of nails. <laughs> she asked me if I'd pay for her nails. I said, "No, you can go get a job." Hmm. Um, I got her. I don't want to say what I got her. All right, fine. There's a comedian though, Matt Fugit, who says he's got a really it's bad a spoiled idea. Spoiled kid present. Is it really? It's the same spoiled kid present my mom gave me when I was. Um, That's kind of cool. Ninety-one, and. Uh, I got a roller. A what? A roller. What's a roller? A Rolex. What's that? You got a Rolex. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Poor people like myself, we don't know what a roller <laughs> you know what, is. You know what a roller is. Yeah, I know what a roller is. It's like what your mom put in her hair to go to Walmart. That's a roller. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. I thought it was something for baking, like a roller, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. For a moment, I thought it was going to be a Rolls Royce. I'm like, you did not. Yeah, my mom <laughs> got me that when I graduated high school. My brother, it was just, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, here's your last present gift. Gotcha. And it's engraved on the back. There you go. And it won't be your last present. Anyway, this week's random stand-up. Here's what not to get your your graduating senior. Cut 19. Hello, everybody. Let me uh, start off with one of the most uh, frightening things I think I've ever heard. There are parents that are giving their teenage daughters as a high school graduation gift breast implants. Which, man, that's just mom and dad sitting their daughter down going, oh, honey. We've been looking at your report card, and, uh... Not looking good. It's stripper for you. I, uh... 
You see where you sign your name with a rainbow? That's the kind of thing we're talking about. <laughs> Not a good idea. Oh, that's sweet. Hey, you know, Anna. It's sweet. I used to sign my name with a rainbow, too. Uh, and look where you ended up. Do you think, Hi, John. Hi, Anna. Do you think breast augmentation is a good idea for a senior in high school going out to the big world? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. Yeah, if you're going to model mm-hmm. or dance, mm-hmm. you need them. You need them. Yeah, you need them. It's like if you want to be a lawyer, you need a suit. Right. If you want to be a doctor, you got to have that, that ear thing, the ear heart thing. Stethoscope. Yeah, if you want to be a doctor. It's like if you want to be a dentist, right. you have to be a drug addict. <laughs> no, you need them. You need them. It's part of your work. Everybody. It's important. Thank you, Hannah. We're going to do one more car segment coming up. Right oh, I love at- the cars. Can I borrow $1,000? Sure, Hannah. Oh, thank you, uh, John. Call in now. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. Your make model miles. Average, rough, or clean. And I'll make you an offer on the air. Right now. ForgiveMeTheVin.com. America's best car buyer. They're sponsored this show. This is the jcwshow.com is where you get the podcast. Brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com, America's best car buyer. If they don't beat a CarMax offer, they'll send you a check for $100. And right now is where we do the car segments. Just real quick, two, three minutes. Call in 800-800-RADIO. Load the cars in. I'll make offers right now live on the radio. show brought to you by give me the vin.com give me the vin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up no hassles no worries our google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast ready to sell your car go to give me the vin.com that's give me the vin.com sell us your car give me the vin.com so easy you can do it in your underwear we'll be right back more of the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, coming up. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. All right, I'm going to bid a couple cars real quick for GiveMeTheVin.com. What I'm looking here is not very sexy. The one that is pretty good, he wants too much for. Chase, you want too much for this car, bud? You there? All right. I mean, you just, is it a premium plus? Um, it does not the S model. Mm-hmm. It's not that one, but I mean, it's, what do you, uh, if it, I'm looking at it, if it's a premium plus, a uh, 19 Audi Q8 premium plus, I think that's the, that's, that's the same chassis that the Lamborghini Urus sits on, I believe. Um, anyway, it, it's 60 grand, 62 grand. And you want 70? Yeah, but I'll give that. I mean, um, I'll write a check. You can pick it up today. Bruce, uh, you got a 2000 STX, 29,000 mile, two wheel drive. You want out of the note. How much is the note? Uh, 0.6. How much? 26,000. Well, that's what I owe on it. Okay, it just says you want out of the note. I can make that work and get you some profit. Load it up at gimmethevin.com and um, let's get some pictures. Damon in Nevada. Yes, sir. It says you have a Texas edition, but you live in Nevada. What's wrong with you? Why don't you have a Nevada edition? <laughs> I, I guess it is. I, I buy so many of these. Uh, who knows? Do you just buy them to sell them to, I, I, to jerks like me so you make money? 
No, no, I use them. That's why it's got 98,000 miles on it. I build pools here in landscape, so I'm always driving. Have you seen those new pools called plungies that they like precast and they, it takes a crane to put them in, but they're they're already made? Uh, they're fiberglass, yeah. No, they're like concrete. They're, they weigh 25,000 pounds. This thing I'm talking about is, is concrete. It's like a manhole. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I haven't, I, ours are all good right here. A half ton, 100,000 mile, 19 Chevy. Hmm. Yep. Huh. He wants 26. I don't know what MMR is on. I think that car's probably 23. Those Miley ones, are they're coming down. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up and let the computer bid it. It'll bid it immediately. Here's another Audi. Premium Quattro. How many miles? 59,000 miles. Leather Rift Nav. You want 26,000 on an A4. Got everybody with 60,000 miles. I mean, I want want to be... I want to go on a cruise around the world. I want to... What else do I want to do? I want to ski the Swiss Alps from a helicopter. You can't always get what you want, and can you, love? Nick, you're too high on this one. Load it in GiveMeTheVin.com. It'll tell you what it's worth. You already know what it's worth. You just call me on the radio and say I'm stupid. I'm not stupid. Nick, why do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> Nick, who told you I'm stupid? I mean, I'll do dumb things, but I'm not just stupid. All right. My name's John Clay Wolf. I'll buy cars the radio from America's Best Car Buyer. GiveMeTheVin.com. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. My only criticism of watching the Paul McCartney concert last Tuesday would be, and maybe I'm wrong for this, and these producers know what they're doing, so so they probably would do it if, if it was the thing to do. But where his voice is lagging, mm-hmm. why doesn't he do what the other guys do, is have the hot female come in behind him singing along with him to yeah. fill that gap i don't know because yeah. you've seen that when we went to joe yeah. remember when we went and watched joe walsh yeah, yeah yeah and he had these great female voices behind him that blonde yeah it, it made him sound magical hell it made him sound better than he was when he was young you know what billy joel does no billy joel has like a billy joel impersonator on set not an impersonator but a guy that that plays in the band and he takes all the high notes now. Right. So it sounds note perfect. And sure. if you weren't looking, you wouldn't know that Billy wasn't singing that part of the song. That, and it, he needs to quit playing his new stuff. No, <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> Hell on Wheels is new enough, and it's good, and the rest of it needs to go. Hell on Wheels is from Red Rose Speedway, oh, you're man, right. from 1977. <laughs> Hell on Wheels. You're right. There was something else that was new. Yeah, was- yeah. There's a lot of, he, he's got like eight albums from the last 15 years that I have not heard. Speaking of singers that still have it, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are still right there on the top. They are, and they said they really, really enjoyed the 1883, the show. I'm oh, sure God, we all The, will, we the Yellowstone spinoff. Yeah, they got to work together with the great Sam Elliott, and uh, actually, and of course, Faith Hill. Tim, Tim McGraw says he liked working with his wife, but in one particular scene, she got to slap him and enjoyed it a little too much. Cut number 10. Maybe he likes There was a slapped. scene that we did where she had to slap me. That's not a real slap, it's TV No, slap. that was a real slap. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Is that your idea? Well, we talked about it before. We, you know, we, we don't want to do TV slap. We want to do a real slap. But after about the eighth take, when I was... <laughs> <laughs> when I was King is like, I need one more. I need one more. Let's do one more. I need one for I me. I was concussed a bit. And, and, and I told her afterwards, I said, do we need to talk? <laughs> do we have an issue? Hey, while we're talking about, um, what do you call it? The, the TV shows that you have to watch them all? They're viral? Series. Uh, These series that everybody has to watch. You binge them. Eight, eight, binge series. 1883 is definitely one. Yellowstone is definitely one. Mm-hmm. Ozark is definitely one. Oh. And we just wrapped up the final um, the the final episodes last night, my wife and I did, of season four. Oh, yeah. I think, damn. Yeah. Jason Bateman show. It's good. Is it, it good? If you're an Ozark fan and you miss the fact that they just came out again with the se- second half of season four, oh, it gets out there. But it's so good. It's Breaking Bad good. If you're a Breaking Bad fan. It's Breaking Bad good? Hell yeah, it's Breaking Bad good. Absolutely. Dude, don't you feel funny when you talk to somebody they're like, yeah, I watched part of it, but yeah, it's not as good. I'm like, screw you. It's 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 perfect. It's Ozark. It you ju- know, it just makes me want to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys hear about that video viral on TikTok? What what video viral on TikTok? Yeah, there's a viral video. I'm sorry. There's a new safety video hack for your kids, and it's all about teaching them to swear a lot. Why? So the author's a motivational speaker and the mother of six, Siobhan Landry from New Orleans, Cut 28. If somebody tries to kidnap them or pull them away from their family, don't just scream. I need them to yell out every single curse word they could possibly think of. If you're at a playground or something like that and you hear a child scream, that's not really alarming to you. But if you hear a child yelling out every single curse word, you're going to stop mid-conversation and say, hold on, and look to see what's going on with this child. Why is this child cursing like that? Hmm. Do you have any examples, Charlie? No. That's too bad because I'd love to hear it. That's true, because kids screaming in a store, you go to Walmart anytime, day or night, there's kids screaming. It's kind of like a car alarm. Oh, Nobody yeah. really pays really, attention. Really, the, <laughs> the, the curse words that come after the kids screaming is mine. Is that yours? <laughs> you guys need to shut the hell up. Who the hell? So you start out yeah. screaming the kids and scare them. She That's may a- be right about that being like a good safety hack, but mm-hmm. I guarantee you, I'll bet they practice it a lot before they actually use it, you know? Get in a lot of trouble at school with something like that, lady. That's really good, though. That's like the woman who, or the the people who teach tiny toddlers how to swim in their clothes. Mm-hmm. Because when they fall into the pool, they have their clothes on. It helps them not to drown. So that's kind of cool. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hey, since I'm still bitching about the price of Nirvana tickets, we never talked about this. Nir- I mean, not Nirvana tickets. I mean, Paul McCartney tickets. Um, All tickets. Yeah, here's a throwback clip. Check out this video from 1993 where the guys in Nirvana are shocked to find out that some artists charge as much as $75 for a concert ticket. Cut 14. What do you think of artists who charge anywhere between $50 to $75 for tickets? Who charges that much money? Who does that? Madonna. How much do we charge a ticket, John? $17 to $18 a ticket? Hmm. Wow. Madonna charges $50, apparently. Yeah. We were talking about, boy, we should charge $25 and really milk it. <laughs> really take them for all they got. If they want to come, let's see how bad they really want to see the band play. Wow. When, when did that change? Like, do you remember, like, I, I think I saw the Doobies on the lawn in 1989 for 25 bucks. That's the last $25 yeah. ticket I think I've seen. 
There's nobody I'd pay to go see anymore. Maybe Buffin on the Lawn in 92. I think that they were still $25 then. Maybe. Maybe. Well, the world can breathe a sigh of relief. Our own Nick Cannon, you know, he's on Power FM in L.A. Oh, okay. We're on, in the, it's the sister station at KLOS. Same family. Yeah. He, he keep, and family is the key word there. Why? He keeps reproducing. Do you have no a lot way. of kids? Nick Cannon. Gigi, are you aware of this? No way is yeah. he going to have another baby. Please say no. Cut nine. I don't know if I would have designed it this way. Like, I already done went and got my vasectomy consultation. I'm not out here looking to populate the earth completely, but I'm definitely looking forward to taking care and loving all the children. And I'm quite honest when I speak about it. I do have, have the guilt of not having enough time to spend with all of my children, as we all do, because we're working and yeah. yeah. going. But I, I want to be uh, every aspect of their life. There's no question. I mean, when you have that first one and even the second one, you're all over it. And that third one and that fourth one, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not. Oh, I don't know, man. You're just you not. Know. But when you got 50, yeah, I'd say after about the first dozen, maybe. <laughs> How many does he have? Nick Cannon. I'm guessing seven. I don't know, G. You might know. He's got, he's got a lot. You know what I mean? Seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Why does he need a consultation? Just go and get yourself snipped. That's it. Oh, that thing. It didn't hurt when I got the snip. No, but but, but the, about the four days after, it felt like you got racked. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That I, was not a good thing, but, but I'm glad I did it. Because I didn't want any more kids that I don't know their names. <laughs> no, you know your but the youngest names. one, the youngest one is the one that I don't. I'm not in. I mean, I'm definitely into him. I want to do stuff with sure. him, but it's just not the same as those first two. Those first two kids, I was just. I mean, I wouldn't leave anywhere without oh. him. Any everything all the time, just just very. You hands hover on. over him. There. Oh, he fell down. Mm-hmm. The third one, he falls down. You're like, yeah, hey, kick be. him. And the fourth, you're like, what's his name again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get a different parent. It's like up. seven years between my number four and number five, mm-hmm. and the first four are like, where's our mom? Okay, you got soft, so yeah. You got they soft. Get a different parent. Oh, you get easier on the on the other ones. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Baby is the baby. How many years between your oldest kiddo and your youngest? Thirteen. Yeah, that's a pretty big jump. Yeah. Oh, speaking of jump, a woman who jumped into the spider monkey oh, enclosure at the hell. What the hell? <laughs> a woman who jumped into the spider monkey. I thought that was a joke. I'm going to go spider monkey on your ass no, from it's... Talladega Nights. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know there was a spider monkey enclosure at the El Paso Zoo so she could feed them some Cheetos <laughs> is now insisting that she did not do anything wrong. Here is Lucy Ray and her new employer, Mark Davis, who happens to be a defense attorney and the El Paso Zoo's chief veterinarian. Cut 13. I was shocked that someone had recorded it and shocked that it went viral. The Cheeto incident was really great for me. It's great to have Lucy working here. They were very excited, the monkeys. They would look excited, but not in a positive way. They were actually really upset. Not only was there reviews, I think they liked the Cheetos, didn't they? They loved them. I don't think I did anything wrong. They were not upset. I don't care what you are. If you're a porpoise or a walrus or a spider monkey or me, if you hand somebody Cheetos, 
That's a friendly gesture. That's a very, very friendly gesture. You and don't that, get in the spider monkey cage. If you cage. don't like Cheetos, you need to turn the radio <laughs> off and forget my name. Yeah, that girl's hot. James, and uh, you got an 11 Buick LaCrosse? Yes. With good miles, 48,000 miles? It's worth good mid... miles, the car is immaculate. It's worth mid-teens? And I'll buy it. Go to give me the VIN, VIN.com. Take a couple of pictures with your phone, put in the license plate and the miles, and it'll do it immediately. It takes 45 seconds. Right. I'd love to. Thanks, guys. Okay, my name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Right here, right now. Go to give me the VIN.com. Put in your license plate just like him. Bada bing, bada boom. Get a check cut. It's on Bank of America. We did a billion, five billion six in transactions from you guys last year. The check's gonna clear. The money's good. There's no game. There's no hustle. Bada bing, bada boom. It's the smoothest deal in town. You don't believe me? Look up. Give me the Vin reviews all over the internet. They say the same thing. Thought it was a scam. Can't believe it's true. Oh my God, it's real. Yes, yeah, very real. Right here. See you on a minute. I done sold that bitch. GiveMeTheVin.com presents The John Clay Wolf Show We'll be right back after this Yo, we're back to The John Clay Wolf Show America's largest it's so big. Weekend morning show I'm boycotting Starbucks Why now? How come? Because they've gone too political for my taste oh, I mean, God. my view on abortion is is not It's not my job to push that on you No no matter what my view on it is. How are they doing this? They're they're announcing it, but they're doing press releases, so they get press for it. That they will pay for their employees' abortions. And they'll pay for transportation oh, yeah. to their abortions. And they'll pay for transportation to their sex reassignment. Amazon's doing that, too, man. Could that be an inner-office memo if they were just serious about helping? Yes, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I just don't understand. Just, just you know, Chick-fil-A... Cook the chicken. Starbucks, brew the coffee. Right. I, well, who turned you into a voice of, they of did. reason? That's a sticky issue to get in on, man. It's about 50-50, you know? Right. You're going to piss half the people off no matter what you say. And especially with the Supreme Court and Roe versus Wade and everything that's going on. <laughs> why are they jumping in the middle of that? Why? No idea. I, I don't get it. It, it just kind of reminds me of Facebook and the policy. You know... I actually made a post about this on my social media saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I got to find a new place to get coffee because I'm done with this. And what and, was and not, not about their opinion, but about the fact that they're pushing their opinion Opinions. on exactly. everyone else. Right. And Facebook um, blocked it. <laughs> what? Did yep. they really? Yep. Huh. They blocked you talking yep. about your opinion. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just really getting weird. And I love the fact that Elon Musk is calling Twitter out on their fake user account. I don't know if y'all are aware of this. No, See, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, See, what happened? Elon Musk has made a bid to buy Twitter for for a couple billion bucks. And now that they're doing their due diligence, they've gotten in. Twitter told them that on a profile of the agreement, mm-hmm. 5% of our registered users are fakes. Right. We know this. Ooh. Bots, you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And... And so he did his math based on 95% of the listed users. Because that's really what you're buying. If you're buying Twitter, what are you buying? You're buying their audience. The users, yeah. The, the audience. Well, they've gotten in there, and he thinks it's 20 or 25% fakes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. That's a big difference. So there's going to be a different price. And him jacking with them, mm. I mean, he's just causing all kinds of chaos to Twitter. 
over free speech and saying I'm going to let Donald turn Donald Trump back on when I get he said it. I mean, he's, have you read it? Uh, oh, yeah. Elon oh, Musk yeah. tweets. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. jacking with them. Of course, he's having a ball. He, he is. Somebody needs to. But yeah. these these social media companies, you know, they're the old hearse. The publications, the newspapers mm-hmm. had control. The TV stations had control. Right now, it is Facebook, Twitter, and Insta that has control. Mm-hmm. And Facebook owns Insta, and they're really pushing this hard left thing. And I'm not, I'm not going right on you guys, FYI. No, you're in the middle. I'm just in the middle. I'm tired of other people telling me what I'm supposed to think. Now that 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 happens all the time, but I'm really tired of other people in power doing it, in big power. If you want to be a politician. Go get elected. Then do you know? I, do something about it. I think you are thinking how most people in America think. Right. The far left, the far right, or the the minority, my opinion. Yeah. The, both sides have plenty of great views. Sure. But this crazy lefty stuff is, is, is just as bad as the crazy righty stuff. Mm-hmm. And these companies Absolutely. getting involved in that. That's it, the weird part. That's the weird that's part. The, it's yeah, just like, weird. Just it's make just your weird. coffee and shut up. Right. Make the coffee and shut up. Right. Well, we have this <laughs> We have this platform. We must be socially. No, you don't. Run, no. run DMC saying about this in 1985. Do you remember it? Yeah. Ooh, educate me. Your mama dresses you funny and you talk too much. <laughs> yeah, you never shut up. Mm-hmm. They just need to make the damn coffee, make the damn chicken sandwiches, and shut up. Chick-fil-A wants to close on Sundays. Not wants to, does close does. on Sundays. Yeah, they do. So, because they're a very Christian company and that's the day of rest. Go to that's church. fine. That's your business. That's cool. It is. But don't start this, this Starbucks. I mean, who the hell are you to start telling us how we need, uh, what our opinion, mm-hmm. making press releases to try to influence people right. to follow your political beliefs? Shut up! Shut up! Sorry. Here's okay. A, here's another guy who probably should shut up occasionally. Dude, and I'm the biggest Starbucks fan in the world. I know you this are. is hurting me. And I've already broken my boycott, is what sucks. <laughs> There's better coffee out there, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm boycotted. I hate them. Yeah. When, when's the last time you bought them? There's one sitting right here in well, John's DJ desk. DJ Pre-K bought me one this morning because that's what he does every morning. And DJ Pre-K, I appreciate it so much. But McDonald's Michelle. does great coffee. I'm not going to be. I guess I'm pissed off because I'm not going to be able to boycott them because they're everywhere. McDonald's sells <laughs> coffee. Them too much. 7-Eleven sells coffee. It's not as good. Oh, yeah. Just, it's just mm-hmm. not as good, J.D. Did you ever say I'm going to get you, sucker? I bet you money. To, next <laughs> Saturday, I'm going to bring two cups of coffee up. You're not going to know which one. Let's do it. You're going to have to tell me which one is uh, Starbucks. Let's do it. Okay. And, Gigi, have you ever said I'm going to get you, sucker? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you remember the General's Chicken? Mm-hmm, and he, mm-hmm. he got everybody hooked on the chicken. Sure. And then he, fried chicken. And then he started changed. Then he started pushing their beliefs and like turned them into mm-hmm. a cult. Yeah. It was like being bit by a vampire once you ate the general's chicken. It was <laughs> exactly. good stuff. Yeah. Somebody else that probably should watch what he says. President George W. Bush. That opinion, by the way, is mine and not of any advertiser or broadcaster in the country. There you go. Anyway, George W. Bush was at his own library in Dallas this week, and he had a visit from an old friend, the verbal slip. This is kind of fun. Cut number three. Uh, he, said, he said this while he was condemning Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Cut number three. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, okay, stop. Right there. 75. This is the world uh, I have to live in. Yeah. Me, as a broadcaster. Okay. Had I done that, 
I would have been criticized on Monday morning for making a joke out of a bad situation. The Ukraine. Did you hear him laugh? <laughs> yeah, he laughed. He laughed. Yeah, he did. He laughed at his own little guffaw. Right. Yeah. But I would you have been criticized. Be in trouble, yeah. Absolutely. This is the kind of crap I deal with, J.D. I can't even imagine. It's, it's gotten out of hand. It's so hard because... It's Play it again. I want to hear him yeah, make fun of Ukraine. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> It's not funny, George right. Bush. Anyway. Why are you making it funny? Why you, when he's, you laughed, you made it a joke. He's laughing because he made a big mistake. He's embarrassed. Sense. He's laughing because, uh, what's his name? Who's our president? <laughs> it's a defensive mechanism. Yeah, he did the same thing a few months ago. Yes, he did. He we did. must save those Iranians. Oopsie. Yeah. Stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, though. That's, that's where they taught me that. Hey, it's George. <laughs> yeah, hey, everybody. It's been a long time. Let's do a show. Out of Dallas. Oh, right. oh yeah? Yeah. Got it on right now on the porch. Oh, good. It sounded good. Thank you. Thank you, George W. <laughs> Remind me of me and Uncle Dickie used to sit on the porch listen to the radio back in. <laughs> Is that about all you got, George? Anyway, that, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. No, but you, that's from the school of Jerry Ford. Carl Rove's the guy I worked with brought me, helped me get in the office after Daddy lost. Rest peace. And uh, he said, just, hey, when in doubt, just do like Gerald Ford. <laughs> and we do. And we have. But sometimes you stumble. Yeah. Sometimes you fall. Uh-huh. And who cares? I'm out of there, bitches. Okay. <laughs> Words of wisdom from George. All right. Thank you, sir. You know, I'm thinking about me bitching about these corporations pushing their agenda down everybody's throat. Yes, sir. I wonder if they're doing that just as like subliminal advertising to create mm-hmm. me blowing my, you know, bitching and have other people start complaining where the talk starts mm-hmm. and it's actually marketing. It's called buzz. Ooh. Yeah, you gave them some buzz this morning. Right. They do it for yeah, publicity and also because they're social justice warriors. And at the end of it, I'm sitting here talking about how much I love their coffee, right? Exactly. So yeah. I got hooked. And got I'm going to show you next week how their coffees taste just like 7 Eleven. Well, we need to be careful with all that. Wow, way to go. That's smart. But yeah, there, there are a lot of people in the coffee game. They're just not in the drive through coffee game. And I'm lazy, as my wife there says. There you go. And, and the drive through is is uh, the key. So you're a typical American. You want to stand for what's right, except eh, until it comes to my coffee and my drive through Well, I haven't. I, I, I didn't have it until today, but it was already here. I understand. I didn't buy it. Would you Thank buy Thank you, Pre-K. Would you? Will you buy me some more next Saturday? <laughs> so I wanted to buy it. Well, one more thing. Taylor Swift had some words of wisdom this week. She did, believe it or not, a commencement address in the New York University for the class of 2022. And on top of that, she received a doctorate from the school, cut four. We are led by our gut instincts, our intuition, our desires and fears, our scars and our dreams. And as long as we are fortunate enough to be breathing, we will breathe in. Breathe Did you say breathing? Breathe. Breathe deep. <laughs> breathe out. God. And I am a doctor now, so I know how breathing works. <laughs> doctorate. Bill Cosby got a doctorate from Howard University. Yeah, they all do. Everybody yeah, has yeah, one yeah. but me. Matthew McConaughey has one from University of Texas, Austin. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't piss off the people that spend their money in uh, education, getting an education. Yeah. Well, it's an honorary doctor. How about them giving them, paying off all the student loans for the people that were just lucky enough to be in line during that time? I know. Mm. And who's paying okay. it off? You know, if, if the government, if the government does this, you know who's paying for it? 
We uh, are us blue collar bastards. Of course. Yeah, for I'm your you education. For Did you see Gigi? Were they were they um wrote off a bunch of student loans? Yeah, was, I wish I could be in that class. That right off private mine. donor was not a government. Mm. They said it was a private donor. Yeah, there are a lot a private of private donors. There have been a lot of private donors that have done that, but I thought that there was a window. Yep. See, and this is where I need, I need to be a, re- a responsible broadcaster. Legislation has been discussed. Okay, if so if that's the federal government does this, that's you and me paying for it. So, so it has, it's been presented but not approved? Not yet. Oh, really? Oh, okay. But they're crying and crying. Okay, well, feel it. free to start with mine, anyone, private, government, I don't care. Just pay the damn things off. Thank you very much. How much you owe? Uh, about 200000 and how in your your your, your middle age two hundred thousand? You owe two hundred thousand well, dollars. About two hundred thousand dollars in mm-hmm. student loans. Mm-hmm. So how do you advise your kids? What do you tell them to go do the same thing, or you say screw it? No, I tell them go and do what you got to do, but no, you got to pay for it. So that's like three houses where I come from. Would yeah, you would you see? advise your children to to follow the same suit and spend that and get into debt over student loans? I mean, if that's what they have to do in order to succeed, then yeah, I would. But I don't regret my education. Do you know what electricians and plumbers make? The I mean, good, the good they ones? do different things. I don't regret my education. I just regret the cost. I hear you. But the, I mean, I mean, electricians and plumbers make big living. All right. We'll be back in a minute. Remember, the podcast goes up at jcwshowjohnclaywolf.com, jcwshow.com. If you missed any of it today, it'll be right there. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show.